0: Hey, Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They're $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael
1: or Nick. Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek c is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first
0: purchase. Hey, Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. (music) Welcome back, everyone, to episode 62 of Against the Call. Today, we are joined by Luke Stutzman, of course, once again. He's Uh, He's back. He's going to be coming on quite often. But let's go over the uh, lineup for today. We have the pregame, as always. We're going to have our Around the League segment of College Football Week 2 recap, plus our Week 3 predictions. We're also going to have our countdown of the best College Football Week 3 matchups, of next week also we're gonna have around the league nfl games to look forward to our way too early nfl award predictions after week one you know we've done the way too early predictions before but Uh, This is our official early predictions. Then we're also going to have our fantasy starts and sits for the week. Mike's Locks is back, and, well, I think he did pretty good last week. I got one. Yeah, which we'll get (laughs) get to that. Um, Also going to have our fantasy draft, AFC only. We've done AFC East, right? You and Luke did that. And then we just did AFC West uh, last week. So now we're going to have AFC South. We're also going to have around the league um oh sorry before that we're gonna have guess the team guessing team based off madden ratings i'm excited for that um for sure and then we're gonna have around the league FIBA world cup a little bit of news there i heard about some lebron james news so stay tuned for that and then we're also gonna have the post game so
2: pre-game how's everybody's day going doing great i mean i'm doing okay i guess (laughs) (laughs) football season's not going very well for me so yeah (laughs) Yeah, i
0: can i can see how that's a, a factor but yeah Football season's going all right on this end for sure. I mean, um, which we'll get to that in a second. But Mike, how's your day?
1: It's going great. I'm three and zero in my fantasy leagues. Dude, Same life here. can't get better than than the Patriots yeah. fucking that's
0: okay. <laughs> and we'll uh, get to all that in a second. But as you all know, we're part of Out of Pocket Sports, um, podcast brand, whatever you want to call it. So make sure you go head over to all of our stuff over there. We got some great. Great stuff cooking up but let's just jump right into the segment today around the league college football week two recap and week three predictions so it was um honestly a pretty decent weekend once again for college football i mean yeah. every weekend's a great weekend for college football this is true. yeah it's um, always fun but i can start right off the bat luke you know it's a great weekend when alabama loses
2: i mean yeah this is also true especially whenever it's a team as cool to watch as texas right now yeah. they're a fun team to watch so yeah and um, you know the thing
0: yes. is is like this team this texas team could have still been just as cool to watch last year if Alabama didn't injure Quinn Ewers last year. This is season. exactly what what I'm saying. I think
2: <laughs> I think Ewers is gonna be probably one of the better quarterbacks to go into the draft yeah. whenever he eventually yes. gets to that point. Like he's actually way better than I expected, yeah. especially coming off of that injury, dude. Yeah, he's looking nice.
0: He's gonna be way better than Texas last quarterback to go to the league, Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Obviously. Well, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I um, liked him in college, but he's yeah. just he
2: was just a college quarterback. I think that Ewers mm-hmm. is probably gonna actually make that jump. Yes. In my opinion. Yes, he will. And I'm
0: excited to see what he does. Um, you know, that Texas team, that game was a good one. Michael, can you pull up the uh Texas versus Alabama game? Yeah. Obviously. Number 11, Texas went into the big house of Tuscaloosa and they took number four, Alabama, down. It was a great game to watch um, for sure. Final score, 34-24. to Quinn Ewers threw for 349 yards and three touchdowns. Absolutely insane. You also had Jonathan Brooks um, rushing, as always. He's been killing it this year. Receiving Jatavion Sanders. He had five receptions, 114 yards. Um, It it was a great day for receivers, and Quinn Ewers was – all behind that uh but not a great day for Alabama um they're kind of questioning who's going to be that quarterback still I think after that Jalen Monroe performance don't you agree Luke
2: yeah I definitely do yeah this is a, this is yeah for two sure.
0: two interceptions uh he still had the two touchdowns over 250 yards yeah. which is always a solid uh thing but when you're playing in Tuscaloosa yeah. to keep your playoff hopes alive um it, it's not looking good for Jalen Monroe gotta do better dude yeah, yeah so, um, I mean, obviously, it was <laughs> it, w- it was a solid, solid game for Texas. It, it was a it was a fun weekend, and that was the headliner game, I would say, for the weekend. Uh, but let's move into some of the other games. We can start off with another uh, big-name school as of right now, Colorado. Um, and as Dion likes to say, it was personal. Yeah, it was
2: personal. <laughs> He's keeping the receipts, dude. Um, I'm buying into this hype, oh, dude. Oh, man. I'm 100%. 100% like bought in already that's one thing that Dion's so good is getting people to buy in and i'm dude i'm in for i'm here for it dude i think colorado's gonna shock the freaking world they are and
0: um so they beat nebraska 36 to 14 Shadur sanders thank you my man you let my bit bet hit uh he had 393 <laughs> yards two touchdowns he was 31 for 42 it's crazy stats yeah. um they throw and- a lot Oh, they do. And another thing I want to mention here, Xavier Weaver, 10 receptions, 170 yards, one touchdown. Funny to mention he was a USF player. Um, And then you also (laughs) have Travis Hunter, uh, three receptions, 73 yards on those three catches. Just absolutely insane. And he's playing on the other side of the ball. Yeah. This guy is probably going to be the non-QB favorite to win Heisman. 100%. Uh, Yeah. yeah. If not the Heisman winner. Um, But on Nebraska's side, Jeff Sims is absolutely dog shit (laughs) uh, just as he was uh, the previous year. I mean, when you fumble or sorry, whenever you like muff the snap about every time and you, you know, either turn it over or it costs you a sack on almost every drive. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, he only had 106 yards. I should have bet the under on him. Um, But yeah, it was a bad performance from nebraska and i mean who saw nebraska winning this game nobody at the first quarter it was close yeah it was like seven true. seven maybe it was a pretty 0. defensive
2: matchup at the beginning of the game yeah. at the beginning i was kind of
0: getting worried especially about my bets but uh, <laughs> they ended up pulling through and dion he kept it personal as like, yeah. i love that video man have you seen that video i, I think
2: i did yeah <laughs>
0: yeah he's like he just keeps getting them to say like He's like, waits for them. He's like, it's personal. He's like, it's personal. It's personal. <laughs> and then, because I guess Matt Rule said some things. I guess uh, some of the Nebraska players said some things.
2: Of course they did. And um, you shouldn't yeah. have. And it's, De- it's Deion Sanders. Right? Yeah, I know. And like,
0: <laughs> Deion's like, I like that coach over there, but he says some things. So it's personal. And uh, yeah, it was fucking personal for real. 36 to 14. Mm-hmm. Um, another game was Youngstown State versus Ohio State. This game was close for the first half
2: Yeah I know I was so confused I was like <laughs> what the heck is going on honestly dude I just don't think Ohio State is just at the Same level that they have been these past couple of years They aren't
0: they aren't and I, My two favorite I mean the favorite in my Opinion that will win the Big Ten is Michigan They are looking yeah. dominant I,
2: I agree I agree I think Michigan is has a Solid ass team honestly with Ohio State for me I just think that it Starts with the quarterback play I don't know What's his name is it O'Korn? Kyle McCorn, or McCorn? I don't think that kid's it, man. I don't
0: think that kid's it. I don't think he is either. And at the same time, I mean, there's no way that this team is going to be able to compete with Michigan. When last season, they just had C.J. Stroud, and they still lost. Um, yeah. And that's funny it's to true. think of. I mean, the only bright spot on this team is Marvin Harrison Jr. And um, he, there's, he can't carry the team. No, he there's, can't. One receiver no can't carry. There's no way. When Kyle McCord is inaccurate, it's, it's going to be a bad day. And this is against Youngstown State, who, you know, they should have... One sixty to seven. Um, but that, uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. Still seven receptions, 160 yards, two touchdowns. He's looking like he could be, you know, a top five draft picked in the NFL still. Yeah, he'll probably
2: do well in the NFL, but yeah. it's just, oh yeah, this Ohio state team is just not looking very good.
0: They're not looking good. I would say to look forward in the big 10, look for Michigan to win, look for Penn state to be your uh,
2: second favorite to win. Penn state is even looking really nice as well. So they are, they
0: finally got their quarterback with drew Allard. Yeah. And they're they're loving it over there, but um, let's see where let's see where Mike lands at as he's scrolling, so I can I look over the Penn
1: State games.
0: game. Um, uh, no worries about the Penn State. There's a It was a blowout. Six, it was yeah, against they, Delaware. They played a nobody. Um, but Notre Dame versus NC State. Sam Hartman is still looking like he's a oh, top quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, and you know it's funny how you have all these people that are like eligible for Heisman this year. I think that this Heisman race is going to be closer than any. Whenever we, it gets this narrowed out. I mean, last season. year's
2: was just kind of like nothing yeah. was really there at all. It was just going to be Caleb Williams pretty much no matter what, but mm-hmm. this year there's a lot of options. Two of them being from the same team as well with Shador and, and yeah, um, uh, Hunter or whatever. Yeah, so. Travis Hunter. And the thing is, with Sam Hartman, I mean, 286
0: yards, four touchdowns. This is against NC State, who at the beginning of this game, it was looking very close as well. Um, yeah, But it is Notre Dame, and I'm going to say this. Uh, I've, I'm buying into the Notre Dame hype a little bit. I am too, especially since it's not Brian Kelly there. Yeah, Mark. it's Marcus Freeman. He's doing his thing. Sam Hartman at the helm. It's looking good, but it's Notre Dame. So let's not get too excited. <laughs> They're going to blow true. it to somebody. I mean, they're in the ACC now, right? Um, No, they aren't. They're still independent. Oh, okay. Uh, And Notre Dame is, like, in the ACC for, like, basketball and certain other stuff. It's weird how, you know, NCAA does some stuff. But Utah versus Baylor was another headliner game for the weekend. Didn't expect it to be, but it was. Uh, I didn't expect
2: this game to be close at all, but apparently it was.
0: It was. It came down in the final two minutes. Uh, Utah was pushing on the drive it was obviously a great drive near the end they came back uh went up it was 13 13 then went up 20 to 13 but very controversial call at the end of this game Baylor went down they drove um they had a very solid drive as well I think it was like 80 yards I remember there was like a 30 yard reception on that drive to get them near the uh red zone and um then at the end they had about a second left throw it to the end zone and a no pi call was called it was
2: quite literally, like, simply just yeah. pass interference. It was pretty blatant, but uh, it, it this was is football, guys. It, yeah, so. I don't know. It, to me, it's looking like Utah's missing Cam Rising a little bit here, though. They they, are. they they struggled against Baylor, and, I mean, Baylor did have a lot of hype. They were home, and it was pretty noisy, but, I mean, they just did not. They were not clicking offensively, like, whatsoever, so.
0: Yeah, it would have been very embarrassing for Utah to lose this game to a Baylor team that just lost to Texas State by like eleven points. Yeah, um, I mean, still beating yeah. them
2: only twenty to thirteen is still not very good. Yeah, I would not, not be satisfied with that if I was Utah at all.
0: It, don't be at all. I mean, yeah. like you said, Cam Rising isn't there, so they do have a little bit of slack because they're that's backup about- quarterback. Um, but let's move on as Michael pulled up a second ago, the UCF game. Were you able to watch this game? Luke, were you uh, able to I, I watch, watch this game? I was
2: not able to catch this one, but I heard it was, it was tight. It, it was
0: stressful.
1: Let me just say that <laughs> it was.
0: It was.
2: Yeah.
1: And
0: you know, if, uh, you guys weren't at my place sadly, but we had two TVs going and two laptops going. It was, it was a great day. I watched the second uh, half of this game, by the second way. half. Yeah. yeah. So we had this game on, uh, one of my other TVs. So I was kind of in between watching a bunch of different games, but I was able to watch most of this game, uh, here and there, I really tuned in near the fourth quarter. Um, but this game was, like you said, Michael, it was a nail-biter.
2: Um, yeah, I just
1: kept checking my phone, like, pulling up the screen the first time. I was like, why Why is this close?
2: Stop, why? A disappointing nail-biter, as well. Yeah, For Boise. Well, are you talking about JRP? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, I just, I'm just talking about, like, I don't think it should have been that close for UCF.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't have.
0: Um, but you guys gotta realize this, too. I mean, you're playing at Boise. They're wearing their blue jerseys for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. and then um, you know they Boise had a sold out crowd.
1: Boise in uh, their home, first home game is like historically good.
0: Yeah. Yes, they, yeah, were, so on a, true. they, they were on it. They were on a, a lot of hype as well. They are on a twenty three zero home opener win streak, yeah. and UCF snapped it. Does,
2: it. it does, it, yeah, it is a fact. Also, you guys, football.
0: yes, and in twenty twenty one, Boise State uh, barely lost to us, so this was kind of their revenge game at the same yeah. time. So. I, there were a lot of factors that played into this. JRP, of course, throwing another pick. I mean, if you guys are wanting to bet, obviously he's out, and we'll get to that. Yeah. If you guys are wanting to bet, please bet the over on his <laughs> interceptions because it's going to
2: happen every <laughs> game. Um, one yeah, of the
1: interceptions he's... wasn't his fault. I saw it. it was in yeah. the end zone. I'm pretty sure it was that yeah. one. Like, it was in the receiver's hands. He should have caught that.
2: Yeah, I hate
0: that,
3: dude. I it like that.
0: happens way too often, but he did have 272 uh, throw uh, passing yards. He also was 16 for 24, but as as again, our rushing unit at UCF is just absolutely insane, which is funny, though. JRP is leading our rushing. He's, <laughs> wow. he's our number one rusher on the team. He's actually <laughs> the 50 uh, number 51 in the most rushing yards in the entire college football, um, so that's that's interesting. But with 15 carries, R.J. Harvey had 70 yards and a touchdown. Uh, It seems like every game R.J. Harvey is going to get the rock and he's going to score. But also Johnny Richardson, he's still 11 carries, 62 yards, uh, still very good. But this game receiving Kobe Hudson was able to grab some more yardage. He had five receptions, 134 yards, no touchdowns. But uh, compared to that Kent State game, he had a lot better production. They were targeting him a lot more. He is, you know, the wide receiver, too, on the team. Um but it's let's get to the main point here. JRP is going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, luckily, you know, no surgery. Luckily, no yeah. surgery. He's only out for three to four weeks. Um, it's gonna be rough, though. It, it will be rough, especially since after the, the Timmy McLean gets one warm up game, one warm up yeah. game. It's against Villanova. He should perform all right. They're gonna Better. be handing off the rock quite a
1: mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, Which they is should. a good thing. It, rushing is yes. the number one in the country out of all teams. Yes, right but then you could do a lot,
2: and that that's that's something that I feel like. Is going to save UCF here with these next couple of weeks without um, Plumlee playing is, is the fact that their rushing is so good. Mm-hmm. It's going to help out that backup quarterback <laughs> a lot. Um, so I feel like you guys are probably still going to do fine. I think that some of the games are going to be tighter. Yes, but you guys can still win games. There's no way that you guys are going to be like completely out of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. you're going to have to play the waiting game a little bit here too. Though so. yeah.
0: I think that what we struggled with in the Boise State game was our offense. Yeah, and that. Cannot be a factor whenever in two weeks we go up against the big previous Big Twelve champion Kansas State in their own house. I think that that's going to be, it could be a blowout on Kansas State part if Timmy McLean doesn't look that good next week. I'm it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm scared. You know, <laughs> going forward with Timmy McLean. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd I be think,
2: nervous too. Yeah, I mean
0: it's it's going to be a hard game. Uh, we have to see how he does against Villanova. I mean, his time at USF was not impressive mm-hmm. at all. Uh, but it was USF, and his head coach was Jeff Scott, who had one FBS win in his time there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're we'll see how he does. He's got Darren Henshaw at the OC. I think he's gonna fit well in our scheme. That's why he came here. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see how he does against Villanova. Hopefully, it's as big of a blowout as it was against Kent State. Villanova is an easier team, so uh, we'll see about that. But let's look at the next game here. Um. Let's see what we should talk about here. Um, Georgia was looking weird at the beginning. They keep looking really weird at the halftime
2: to all these easy games that they're playing. What about this Miami-Texas A&M game?
0: Miami-Texas A&M game was unexpected.
2: Yeah. Pretty, pretty well, especially that. Okay, so Hard Rock is usually not one of those louder stadiums in college football, but I did tune into a little bit of this game and they were rocking in that stadium, which is funny
0: because they have
2: BOGO sales for their tickets and yet people still aren't going. (laughs) Yeah, but dude, it was pretty loud, dude. Texas A&M had a rough time, especially near the end of the game. Whenever Miami was really starting to kick it offensively, Texas A&M couldn't hang and that stadium was kind of rocking. It was it was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was I was rocking I was able to tune in a little bit.
2: Tyler Van Dyke had 374 yards with five touchdowns. Tyler Van Dine, dude. Yeah. <laughs> honestly Sorry. though, like I'm not kidding you, dude. He played lights out. I think yeah. did he have that one pick? No, he, he didn't, didn't have pick. any picks. Okay. Yeah, and, and honestly, I yeah, a lot of the in, uh the incompletions were were perfect passes that just came off the receiver's hands, dude. There was a touchdown that was missed too that was right in the breadbasket. Dropped. Yeah, so now like The main
0: question is, I mean, obviously Miami did good in this game. Texas A&M struggled, Um, but the main question is, how are we feeling about Jimbo? Think about last. Think about
2: last season. Number one recruiting class in the nation ended five and seven. This is one of I don't. I don't think Jimbo can do it in the SEC, dude. I don't think he's built for it either. I don't know if he can do it, and I I don't. I don't think he's. You know, I think that his coaching career might be coming to an end here pretty soon. It's just Texas A and M has just kind of been on this mediocre to low key bad, you know, streak ever since he's been there. So it's just like And the craziest part nothing's is that changed. contract. Nothing's changed about it. And it's just I don't know. I, I think that Jimbo is probably not gonna be at A and M for very much longer, if you if you ask me.
0: I don't think so either. I think um probably after this year, see how it ends, I could see him. I mean, he's already on the hot seat, but I could see him being gone probably next year, the year after. Yeah. Um, it, It's tough for him, for sure. But uh, another just quick recap, Iowa, Iowa State. I mean, you don't got to click on it, Mike. It was just Iowa one. It was a rivalry game. Didn't really get to watch it. Um, but in classic Iowa fashion, it was a low scoring game, 20 to 13. Yeah. Um, But another uh, bigger game here was Ole Miss versus Tulane, which at the time was a ranked uh, matchup.
2: Yeah, this one was exciting for the, here for a little bit.
0: It was, and I kind of thought Tulane was going to run away I, with it. I, yeah, I thought they were going to take it, dude. And I was I was kind of wanting them to. I was like, no way, dude. Yeah.
2: I just like watching big upsets happen in college yeah. football. But I don't know. Ole Miss ended up running away with the game.
0: Yeah, and Jackson Dart um, was able to look quite nice. Um, he had 267 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick um, near the beginning of the game. But also with Tulane, they were rocking with their backup quarterback in this game. And, I mean, they still dropped 20. Yeah. They still kept it close to the beginning. Who knows what could have happened if uh, their starter played? We'll never know. But Ole Miss stays alive, gets the win. Um, For a few of these games here, I mean, you know, Michigan blew out UNLV. Washington blew out Tulsa. Uh, But this is obviously a big game we can talk about here, which was Tennessee versus Austin Peay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What a bad game, guys. Yeah, this was pretty disappointing for Tennessee. And you know what happens is, like, if you're outside of the SEC, you don't understand whenever you beat a team 30-13, to 13, you're like, how in the world is this a bad game? Well, first off, it's an FCS opponent yeah. and you're in an SEC school. And it's at home. Yeah, and it's at home. Now, the thing is, is, I mean, there was a lot of bad calls. I was watching this game with two Florida fans and they backed me up that their calls were awful in this game.
2: I didn't watch any of this game, so okay. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, there was a lot of missed calls. I mean, a lot. And at the same time, there was... And I'm not blaming it all on the officials at all. Right, right, right. Joe Milton is scares me every game. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm about like, to say. Like this, he, he, yeah. And the thing is, is I mean, this isn't a question. You know, all preseason, I'm trying to ride with Joe Milton. I'm trying to ride with it. Have confidence in your quarterback, as you should. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna say what I've said lat- the previous year when we talked about college football. Joe Milton is not that guy. I mean, he's not. And I'm ready to see Nico get action. If I'm yeah. being honest, Joe Milton. He and like you might disagree with me, but I think that and I talked to another Tennessee fan about this. He's kind of like Anthony Richardson. No, no, I know I do agree
2: He because it's the big arm, but it's the accuracy issues. He's not necessarily throwing a bunch of interceptions per se, Mm -hmm. but his decisions look really bad because he's just so inaccurate with the ball. Therefore, leads to a lot of three and outs, leads to a lot of just like empty um, possessions just because of the fact that yes he has all of this talent and honestly the way that they throw the ball is is very similar to the flick of the wrist with like you know can go 60 yards mm-hmm. but none of that matters if you're going to miss receivers and that's why tennessee is looking like a rushing team team right now because they have far more rushing yards than they have passing yards right yeah. now and that's because of the, of the quarterback play right now So I definitely agree. I 100% agree with you.
0: With Jalen Wright, Mm -hmm. I mean, he is leading the rushing. And as you said, with Joe Milton and the interceptions, he's second um, in the longest streak of no turnovers in the FBS. Um, But the thing is, like you said, he has has such a good arm, just like Anthony Richardson, and that can be a curse at the same time. If you have such a powerful arm, sometimes it's too hard when it gets to the receiver, they can't catch it. Now, At the same time, you can have a play where Joe Milton throws it too hard and also the receiver should have catched it. You know what I mean? You can have that same play, which happened in this game. And, I mean, Austin P. at the same time, uh, they were an in-state team. And also my mom taught there at one point. Like, I've been to an Austin P. game, which is kind of cool. But this should have been a blowout. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. This should, it should have, have been a blowout.
2: You guys should have at least put up, like, 49 points on Yeah,
0: it. and this is a reason why they dropped in the rankings. They were 9, and now they're 11, which is respectable. I mean, I thought we would have went to, like, 15 after that game, so I'm actually thankful for it. I
2: think that, like, yeah, I think that dropping you guys is kind of – I just think – I don't know. I hate dropping after getting a dub. It kind of sucks. But, like, in college yeah. football, I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I'm just glad it was only down to 11 for you guys just because, like – with all things considered, you still beat them by multiple possessions, so I mean...
0: Yeah, and the thing is, is I mean... They had that late touchdown to even get him to 13, but also their coach, man. I can't stand that guy. He was out on the field. Yeah, he was kind of ridiculous. I think to, I yeah. did see
2: some like some uh, clips of him just like being crazy. I mean,
0: he was out on the field on a drive. <laughs> yeah. That's not even allowed.
2: Yeah, he was kind of being ridiculous. And
0: at the same time, I mean, like I saw memes like, how much coke was this guy on? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: I mean, he's just doing everything he can because, yeah. I mean, like he's an FCS opponent getting an opportunity to play a big-name team like Tennessee. Exactly. So I guess I get his intensity, yeah. but some of it was just... Just ridiculous, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, um with that statement, but not a lot else to be said there. It was just overall a disappointing game despite the win. Um we can move on to another disappointing game. UNC versus App State. Yeah, dude. Once again pack? went to an overtime. But it is App State though. I mean like come double on overtime. Like, Oh, it was it was double overtime. Yeah, it's his right year. Oh yeah, double overtime. If you guys remember, last year went to triple overtime. I mean, um, App
2: State is like always that team that is like looking to upset all the time. Though. <laughs> they, yeah. hours, so it's like
0: ever since that Michigan game that put them kind of on the map. They've <laughs> yeah, always literally. been no, literally upset, though, really. like literally. And um, th- this is it almost happened again. I mean, we were all watching, all anticipating. I mean, North Carolina missed that field goal to put them into overtime. Yeah. It was all hype. Um. But Drake May, one of those Heisman caliber players, was able yeah. to get it done. He didn't even have the best game, though. Only 208 yards for him. He did call um,
2: game, though, I'm pretty sure, though, right? Did yeah, run he run it in? Yeah,
0: yeah, he did. Um, he did, actually. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, not a lot else said. Just disappointing game. Drake May, he did it again, my friend. Um, Oklahoma versus SMU was also an
2: interesting game. I mean, only 28 to 11. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Oklahoma. They're a weird team right now. Mm-hmm. Looking like Jim McElwain for the Gators at the moment. <laughs> just not much going on.
0: <laughs> I mean, Dylan Gabriel, he has still have four touchdowns, only 176 yards. It's weird to see.
1: Uh, Yeah. Like four touchdowns with only 176 yards. Yeah. Um,
2: so it must has, have been just happens. like either like in the red zone yeah. type of touchdowns yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's not many longs. No rushing touchdowns. But, I
0: mean, you know, this team just went out and beat Arkansas State, who was an FBS school, 73 to nothing, and then you go up against SMU. I mean, hey, SMU is going to the ACC, so maybe they're good or something. <laughs> I don't know, but um, I don't really think so. Uh, you know, Especially for this being an AAC team, should have been handled a little bit better. It was yeah. also close at halftime again. But um, let's look at some other games here. I'll just skim over some games. Oregon at Texas Tech. That was closer than it should have been. It was 38-30. to Texas Tech just lost to Wyoming last week in overtime. So it was... And for a second there, Texas Tech was looking like they were going to run away with it. I think Bo Nix is not going to be in new york for heisman as much as the fans wanted to be um i don't think that he's that caliber of a player i think that this oregon team might even lose to colorado but we'll get there um eventually other than that was uh, washington state beat night number 19 wisconsin 31 to 22 so now washington state's ranked you also had a blowout by florida state against southern miss 66 to 13 Um, Oregon state handled business on their home opener is 55 to seven and USC handled business as well. 56 to 10 against Stanford. Um, so overall, you know, these first few weeks, there's always a lot of not so great games. Um, you know, the home openers and you're playing against FCS opponents and stuff like that, but it was, it was a decent week for sure. And, um, let's look at week three here. Um, do you want to go over our week three predictions or do you want to go over the countdown? i just
1: do it mixed in. Let's do the countdown then after we can talk about. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So, I like that.
0: So go ahead, Luke. Your top five uh, countdown for the best games coming you up this Do you want to weekend.
2: just list all top five or just uh, give me – just, just count it down, five to one. All right, so at five, let's see this. Uh, at five, I have uh, Georgia-South Carolina SEC matchup. I mean, I just put it at five. I put it in there. Honestly, this week is not all too interesting. There's yeah. not too many big games going on so i had georgia south carolina maybe something can happen there who knows but it is um in uh athens so i mean it could be a destruction, Uh <laughs> so but number 4 i have uh washington michigan uh washington michigan state at 4 um another pretty uh cool matchup i guess that you can see uh I have, i'm pretty sure i have washington winning this game they have a really solid team but who uh, who knows i think that michigan state's defense is just looking really iffy and they need to step up but Uh, That's just at at my number four spot. At my number three spot, uh, I have the Colorado and Colorado State, just because it is the I think it is the game day game this week. Mm -hmm. It's in Boulder, so uh, that could be a really hype game. Um, Another rivalry game. Anything can happen. Really. Uh, At the two spot, I think I have the same two as yeah. It's the UCF Villanova. I'm just excited to see what the backup quarterback does here. Um, He's definitely got a good tune-up game here, so that's Mm -hmm. exciting. Hopefully, it's a lot of points scored. See what's happening there, and then uh, I mean, I got to give my Florida Gators the number one spot going against Tennessee here. Mm-hmm. Um, another SEC matchup should be exciting in the swamp. We'll see what goes on there, but yeah, that's my countdowns. All right,
1: perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, my five and four, I really, I was really just looking at games and just picked them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you really
2: could go a lot of directions here, but
1: so on my five, I had the Kansas State versus Missouri, a Big Twelve versus SEC, SEC school, uh, Kansas State ranked at 15. Missouri, they're undefeated, but they're not ranked. They haven't played any good teams, but this will be like a little test for them. Uh, Four had Washington versus Michigan State. This interests me because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Michigan State this week, especially with their head coach got fired. Yeah,
3: right. Yeah,
0: which is another topic of discussion. I mean, with Mel Tucker, I think that he's one of the better coaches in FBS. I think that Mm -hmm. if he were on an SEC school, he could turn their entire program around. But I mean, he hasn't been able to get the recruits at Michigan State like he wants. I mean, he's also an assistant to Nick Saban, so that says enough yeah. right there. Um, but Tuck, man, wishing him the best. I don't. I'm not going to say he did it or he didn't. He says that he didn't do like what I think was like sexual harassment or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah um, it was sexual, or like sexual so, something. But yeah. he said it was consensual or something. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in court. Yeah. We'll see if he's a coach again. Um, tough looks for Michigan State, my
2: friends. Yeah, it's it's yeah. looking rough.
1: But uh, at my number three, so I'm excited for because how bad they're gonna lose is Bama, USF. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was. Uh, that was an honorable mention for me. Yeah, for sure, that's yeah.
1: just straight bias for anyone that's like not a USF fan or yeah. anything.
2: I mean, I want either of those teams to lose. I guess. I mean, either of those yeah. teams, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. It would be
1: funny if Bama loses, but then I don't want to hear USF. Oh, fans yeah. oh like, dude. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, that's. True, I'd dude. rather
0: just have Bama win. <laughs> yeah. Have Bama win, like like dog shit on them. You know what I mean? Oh like gosh, fifty dude. nothing, <laughs> and then we can carry on. But if USF wins, God
1: damn, put us in the SEC. Put us those. That's what they're gonna be doing. Be, like, think about this, annoying, guys. Yeah.
0: Their first FBS win in like three or four years would be against Bama. We would never do
2: that. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Dude. That's so uh, true. But i my number. I, re- I, re- I reject my state. Right.
1: <laughs> 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 but I'm my number two. I have UCF Villanova. Uh, again, McLean's first game. I'll be there. I'm hoping it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Hopefully, he goes off. But uh, that's my two. And then my number one, I have Florida Tennessee.
0: Yeah. Solid list once again. I'll I'll have an honorable mention: UCF versus Villanova. Uh, That's just personal. I just wouldn't have on my list because I think that there's better games for a casual like college football fan. So at my number five, I'm gonna have TCU versus Houston. Both of these teams are looking a little underwhelming this year. However, this is Houston's first real test in the Big 12 um, against an in-state rival, quote unquote, uh, TCU. So I'm expecting to have a big game out of these two teams. I think it's gonna be a fun one. And number four. Uh, there's a bigger rivalry going on this weekend: Pitt versus West Virginia, the Backyard Brawl, which is always almost every year like one of the best games of the year. Um, you know, in recent years, it's kind of gone down a little bit, but this year I've been seeing a lot of hype around it on Instagram, so I'm excited. Um, at my number three, same as Luke's, Colorado versus Colorado State. I don't think this is going to be a close game. Like you said, it's a yeah. rivalry game; anything can happen. Yeah, but it's going to be. Gonna be of- I think that Colorado should be. <laughs> on your on your countdown every week just to watch them play. Yeah, because they're so fun to watch. They're, dude. they're am- amazingly fun to watch. And um, obviously, like you said, it's kind of a rivalry game. So, um, And I'm, my number two, though, I'm going to have Georgia versus South Carolina. And in parentheses here, I have upset alert. Oh, no way?
2: Yes. You think South Carolina's <laughs> taking Georgia? I think so. Now, um, listen, I, I mean, I think you said this a couple weeks ago, and you were just like, I don't, you don't think Georgia's going to be as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do agree with that. I don't. I don't think that they're going to the national championship for the third time in a row this year or anything like that. And man, losing to South Carolina like this. Hey, I don't know about that yet. Number five
0: Tennessee did it last year. I'm not like. Yeah, but I, mean, I
2: don't think South Carolina it, looks that great.
0: I think that they look good enough that they can keep it close. Like if if they keep it tied at halftime, and then they are able to come out and score one I two touchdowns. I think that Georgia can slip. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I especially with Carson Beck. Who has Carson Beck played to prove himself this year?
2: No, I don't think Carson no Beck's one. that great.
0: And every almost every halftime against these FCS schools, well, yeah. Ball State was FBS, but uh, against a MAC school and an FCS school, yeah. it's not looking great for Georgia. And this is their real SEC test. Yes, they have a good defense. Yes, they have Brock Bowers, but yes, they have Carson Beck, and I don't think he's legit. And like you said, if they win this game sure they're not going to win the national championship no, for a third time
2: i don't think i don't think so there's way better teams this I year. i think that it's been. like it's in athens and you know georgia might come in with with a lot of hype with this sec matchup so i do yeah. see them you know winning a close one i don't think they're gonna necessarily kill south carolina and honestly like that might wake a l- couple people up if they don't beat beat the shit out of them because they're gonna be like wait like we didn't just kill south carolina like what's going on here so, um, yeah, but I mean, plus yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think South Carolina is horrible,
0: but I don't know. I I'm just saying upset alert, not saying they're going to win, not saying they're not. I just I don't be surprised if South Carolina does pull this off. Yeah. And on my number one, do. we all agree Tennessee versus UF in Gainesville in the swamp. Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest rivalries every single year. Um, and I'm looking forward to it just as much as everyone else. I think it's going to be closer than both, both fan bases do think. No, and, I agree. Um, I, I think it's
2: gonna be battle of the mid. Um, so <laughs> uh, it's possible. I know yeah. that Tennessee's um, six point favorite in the swamp. Uh, I think that since it is in the swamp, I don't think that Tennessee is necessarily gonna cover. But I do have them to win this game.
0: I, I mean, the fact that preseason they Florida was favored and they were unranked, and Tennessee was ranked. Mm-hmm. I think that this them being favored by six points does prove a little bit of something. Um, but I will say that I think that the first half is gonna be close. Yeah. And I I mean, my prediction, and it's no bias or anything, I just think that Tennessee will be able to run away within the second half. Yeah. No, I agree. And, I don't
2: I don't I just don't think that Florida's got anything to celebrate right now. And honestly, like yeah. I was telling Michael before the podcast, I'm still looking this looking at this year as still kind of a year one for Napier. Just because last year we were still dealing with some Mullen recruits and still kind of getting people like in and out of the transfer portal, I guess mm-hmm. this is a completely like this is the blank slate now for Napier like this is this is his actual team, his whole staff, his whole team to me, this still kind of looks like a year one if I'm being totally honest, but I don't know, I just don't think that. I think that it'll be close in the first half just because the swamp will be rocking. And, you know, I think that maybe there'll be a couple yeah. miscues on Tennessee's part, but I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to yeah. be a dub for, for the Gators. Unfortunately. I, I like,
0: I I'm not like at the beginning of the season, I could have been like, yo, Tennessee is going to like maybe whoop up on Florida. But after that Austin P game, I'm like, dog, you need to fucking figure your shit out. Yeah. Or, we were, we're about to go to the swamp and you can't beat an FCS school by <laughs> more than 50 like, this isn't looking that great. So, I'm sitting here, like, humbly saying, like, I I don't know what's going to happen. I think it could go either way, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. Tennessee hasn't won in the Swamp in 20 years, so.
2: I obviously hope that it goes towards the Florida's way, but I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't want to have any hope right now, yeah. dude. It, it's, it, it's so hard to, bro. It's, it's funny
0: because we're both sitting here like, I don't want to have hope. <laughs> I, don't I, just, don't, I just don't know, man. It would be man. funny if just, Florida
2: won. They become
1: ranked, then we hear John. Well, uh, Tennessee, oh, Florida being coming ranked, I think they can make top. if They beat Tennessee. They can be. 25. I don't know about being ranked yet. Yeah. I don't know
2: about being ranked yet, but I I will say though, for I also was saying this to Michael before, if we beat Tennessee and then we have that Charlotte game next, then we go to Lexington for to play Kentucky. I feel like that'll be pretty helpful for UF going into their three and one. Yeah. And having a lot more confidence in what and what we can do. Honestly, it's just – it's dependent on what happens in this Tennessee game, really. I know that Tennessee – honestly, my prediction is that they're probably not going to pass that well, but they'll probably run all over us is my guess, dude. I mean – They're uh, probably going to run all over us. Same same for Florida
0: as well. I think that this game is going to be full of rushing. I mean, you're going up against Jalen Wright, Jabari, uh, Jabari Small, and also um, Dylan Sampson. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know – the running back room fully for Florida but I know that Trevor etienne is a dog yeah and
2: I, we, I mean Montreal Johnson's pretty good as well and then we have a, a true freshman's uh, I don't know his first name but his last name is Webb mm-hmm. he had a couple of rushing touchdowns last year or last last game against mcNeese yeah um so I don't know it's it's really just I, miscues that we keep on happening like on the offensive line we have a really young team that first week against Utah that was like a lot of our defenses very first game playing in college football ever so it's just this team is really like young and has so much to like so much time to build it's just i don't think that this year's it for uf
0: i mean i will say like i'm not one of those guys because i mean quote unquote like conspiracy theorist or whatever but i mean at the same time i i'm pretty sure that tennessee wasn't using all their plays. I mean, they ran a lot of screenplays that they normally wouldn't run in like bigger yeah. games. So maybe that was more just, hey, we're not going to reveal so much of our game plans, so much of our, our extra plays before we go to in like Billy Napier sees and studies and stuff like that. Maybe that could have been a thing. I don't know. But um, let's look at uh, some games for next weekend, some ranked matchups. You got Miami, who's now 22nd, playing up against Bethune-Cookman, uh, which is an FCS school once again. Um I think Miami wins this. What about you guys? Yeah, yeah, it should be a dub for Miami. It should be. Should be. We'll uh, see though. Then you also got Kansas State versus Missouri. Um I think Kansas State can pull this out. I don't think Missouri is a legit contender at all for anything this year no. other than a toilet bowl. <laughs> Possibly, so, yeah. Um <laughs> then you got Penn State versus Illinois. Illinois is not looking great. They had a pretty hefty loss against Kansas. I think Penn State is legit this year. Give me Penn State. I'm taking Penn State as well here. Yeah. Um, then you got Florida State versus Boston College. Boston College, you know, you guys got Tommy Castellanos from uh, UCF, whatever. I think Florida State is going to whoop up on this
2: team, honestly. I think Boston College is going to win, actually. I think that they're going to get confused because their jersey colors are the same. <laughs> and uh, one person's going to throw one too many pick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, FSU better freaking win this game if, yeah. if they don't what's happening. I don't know. Somebody, somebody's cheating.
0: And then uh, for LSU, they got their first SEC matchup against Mississippi State. Um, I think they'll be able to handle business. Yeah, At least they should. They should.
2: I think Mississippi State looks mid.
0: Uh, I don't yeah. think they look very good. They're always one of those mid-tier SEC football teams anyways. But yeah. um, then also you got Utah versus Am I reading okay. Weber State? Weber State. At first second, I thought I said Water State, and I was like, I never heard of Water. Uh, but then he also got, which obviously I think you talking pull it out. Notre Dame versus Central Michigan, gonna be a blowout. Bet on Sam Hartman if there's anything. Yeah, seriously. Um, then he also got Iowa versus West Western Michigan blowout. Not maybe not a blowout, but oh, I nice. think they'll win for Iowa. Um, Oregon State versus San Diego State. San Diego State has always got a team that can. Can upset, but I think DJ uh, Ugalele is going to be able to Mm -hmm. keep this streak going and be a contender in the already (laughs) funny enough to say packed Pac
2: 12. Yeah, honestly, like Pac 12 looks pretty decent this year which is crazy to say
0: because this is their last year and now they decide to be good yeah i know
2: it's crazy like they're literally a dying
0: (laughs) conference and now they're just like they go from being the worst of the pac five to now having the most ranked schools in top 25 (laughs) (laughs) um then you got unc versus minnesota minnesota is not promising this year for the big 10 give me unc and then obviously as mentioned before you got alabama versus usf Oh my God! And I am so ready for this game. And I, this is probably the only game, maybe ever, that I will root for Alabama. in. but, <laughs> give me Alabama by a hundred. I hope. Yeah, take, yeah, yeah, I'm taking Alabama. As I fine. mean, in South Florida too. They'll I know definitely come. People going yeah. to it. Uh, yeah, there. I think there was only like a thousand or so tickets left. I mean. Their seats are already red, so most of the fans will be able to blend in with the seats there. True. (laughs) Except for that
1: little student section (laughs) that's right there. The little student section.
0: The Taco Bell student
1: student section. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna win it. They wish, bro. (laughs) They wish.
0: They're the RB student section. (laughs) Yeah, literally, dude. (laughs) Uh, But then, as mentioned before, Georgia, South Carolina. Um, I'm gonna take Georgia in this game, but as I said before, upset alert. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma versus Tulsa. Eh. I mean, I, I could see Oklahoma. They're they're on a mission this season, despite last week's kind of disappointing performance. I think they'll be able to handle business. Um, then you got Duke versus Northwestern. Northwestern's still dealing with, uh, you know, Pat Fitzgerald's first year there. Uh, I don't know much about them, but I do know that Duke is actually, surprisingly enough, an ACC contender this year. Yeah. Um, which they were on the the rise last year, so this doesn't surprise me that much. So I'm going to take Duke in this game. Ohio state versus Western Kentucky. I was able to watch Western Kentucky versus USF. And that was the most dumbest game I've ever watched ever. (laughs) Ohio state with just how bad they are. Ohio state can blow them out, honestly. Um, So Ohio state probably by like 40. Um, And then you got Washington versus Michigan state. Michigan state is in a bad place right now. Washington state has uh, Michael Penix, the third, he's going to be able to just throw all over
2: this team. Penis the third. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's
0: penis, the third,
2: Hey. Michael's penis is three <laughs> inches long.
0: <laughs> and then he got UCLA versus uh, North Carolina Central. You know, I don't even know who that team is. Uh, give me UCLA. I'm just now noticing I'm picking a lot of the ranked teams, but this is how it's. They're playing a lot of FCS schools. Yeah. So Washington State versus Northern Colorado. Um, Washington State, obviously. Tennessee versus Florida. I'm gonna give the edge to Tennessee um, in this one. I just I got a root for my team. I, I can't like vote against them or anything. So, what about you guys? Florida. Yeah.
2: You're gonna take Florida. Yeah. I I mean I want to go with my boys, <laughs> but it's so hard to right now. It's just you know it's tough. I'm probably I, yeah. I'll just I'm gonna stick with Tennessee. I don't know. I think it's a close one. I'm gonna yeah. stick with Tennessee though.
0: Dan Mullen rooting for us for the second year. <laughs> Love it. Yep. Um, fuck you, Dan Mullen. <laughs> um,
2: literally, fuck you.
0: And, and then you got Georgia Tech versus Ole Miss, which honestly I could see this somehow being a good game. I And the reason for that is I was able to watch Georgia Tech's first game against Louisville. And, yes, Louisville has a completely different offensive scheme to Ole Miss. And what Lane Kiffin's doing there is – is good and i don't get me wrong almost is going to win this game yeah but i think this game could end up closer at least in the first half than some I, fans might think
2: i don't disagree actually i think that this could be potentially a really good game um and i I always like watching georgia tech they're pretty entertaining to watch just because they they still do the triple option right mm-hmm. yeah that's that's pretty awesome to watch whenever it works really well so i don't know yeah. that, they're always a fun team to watch in the my thing think.
0: with georgia tech too is they have haynes king who was Jimbo Fisher's guy at Texas A&M for a little yeah. bit, and then he transferred over to Georgia Tech, and he's he's been all right there. Um, then you got Michigan versus Bowling Green. Michigan, Michigan is gonna maybe go undefeated this year. Yeah. Um, Hawaii versus Oregon. I was able to watch that Hawaii Stanford game. They didn't look too impressive. However, their quarterback still has the most passing yards in FBS, uh, through two weeks. Um, uh, but Oregon and Bo Nix is gonna be able to get it done. They're also playing in Oregon, so give them little bit of credit there. Wyoming versus Texas. Wyoming did, was able to take down Texas Tech, but this is a different Texas. This is a Texas. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say Texas is back because I do think that they might slip up this season. Really? Yes, I do. I, I think it's typical Texas fashion. Uh, I mean, out of the few years, even when Sam Ellinger was there, he mm. still didn't make it to the college football playoff. They still, I think it's a different team, though. It is a different team. I'm not sitting here saying it isn't. I mean, obviously, these are two completely different teams, but I think that there's just something that hangs over Texas since – Yeah, since they're just um, cursed forever. Yeah, since Vince Young has been there, I think that there's yeah. something that hangs over them. I mean, they <laughs> lost that BCS against Alabama in what, like 09? Or, or uh, one of those I years. I don't remember. It, w- it was one of those years. Um, so, yeah. And Michael cut off the games on me, so it looks like we're going no, – the last
1: game was Colorado-Colorado State on there.
0: Ah, okay. So that's gonna do it for our college football uh, matchups for the week. Be looking forward to week three; it's gonna be a fun one as always. Uh, college football is better than NFL, but we'll get to the next segment, which is around the league NFL and the games to look forward to.
2: <laughs> do you disagree with that?
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we get in these arguments all the time. I only say that because I personally like NFL better. This is what I this is what I said. I saw something and it made it it said it perfectly. In my opinion, college football atmosphere is better than nfl but the game i like i think nfl as the games are better but you see that that statement still isn't correct because i don't see 60 to zero blowouts in nfl ever but that doesn't happen every week it looks it looks like there's blowouts every every week dude for
0: for different teams there's (laughs) also 133 teams or whatever in but even if
1: the worst the worst team in nfl will not be blown out 60 to zero by the I
2: mean, there or is the a lot team. more
0: teams in the FBS. I than know, there is but in the
1: like, NFL. I'm just saying. But the, but but the thing better. is, is
0: look at it like this, right? Look at it like this: Lions beat Chiefs, right? Yeah. yeah. Chiefs can still go to the Super Bowl. It's Alabama just yeah. lost to Texas. I don't see Bama going to the playoffs with one loss. Not
2: with the teams that happened this year. That's the only That's thing, thing I, also, I it's don't also like gonna, about college football. It's also going to change. That one, I mean, like uh, that, I mean, I guess like, like it and don't like it about the fact that college football like one loss is so detrimental to your season and you can say that you can
1: say that for this last year because it's getting bigger
2: yeah Yeah. next year that could change
0: but even then like you can still have two losses potentially going into the college football format that is now but at the same time as i mentioned in the chat before there's a different level of intensity not just from the atmosphere it's there's a different level of intensity when it comes to the players
2: there's a lot of pressure in college football like
0: when you look at a rivalry like Steelers versus like Bengals, right? Mm -hmm. It's a rivalry, right? But you're not going to have that same rivalry atmosphere, not only from the fans, but the players as well. Like, yeah, the players are like, yeah, yeah. Like they'll talk shit about the Browns. Like, you know, AFC North always has some shit talk going on, right? It don't matter. They're getting paid. It don't matter if they lose, they win. They have seven wins at the end of the season. They're getting paid. College football, (laughs) your chances of getting paid are on the line. I mean, obviously now there's NIL, but the NIL is still not, it's not comparable to NFL earnings at all. Um, spe- I mean, Arch Manning, he's like, he's one of the highest paid college athletes right now. It's like 1.6 million.
1: He's getting paid more than someone. I forgot who there's like, a, I'm some, sure he is. There's like a I star mean, there's, player that he's getting paid more of.
0: There's people in the NFL, you know, they make like $700,000 a year. Sure. Yeah. But the, I mean, there's, there, there can be different reasons, but I mean, you were able to watch the LSU FSU game with me. You were able to see who was it? jaden daniels get absolutely rocked by the fsu defender that's a pretty damn good play to watch for me i that, mean i think yeah, that that's yeah. late it would have
2: been a flag in the nfl what 100 percent been a flag in the nfl i all I said it, was, nfl was is softer approach, nfl is
0: softer which makes it less enjoyable thank you luke
2: it is a little bit well i mean in some aspects i think but i mean all i said I think was my th-
0: personal
1: opinion i like nfl i know better.
0: i know and you can like nfl but i'm just saying that like Subjectively wrong, Michael,
2: overall <laughs> That's what it that. is. Every time I say you're that you're
1: wrong. Nick <laughs> just, comes up, just makes me feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> it tries to make me feel like I'm wrong. I'm just, it's I, just facts. Bro. I mean, don't it's... take it personally, but you're yeah. wrong. So Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I'm I don't know. sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, st- I don't know. I can't have an opinion. I'm a little I mean I'm I'm on the fence. I like
0: both, but it's obviously just... I love both of them, but it's just like uh, Saturdays over
1: Sundays, you know what I mean? That's that's how I would look at it. Um see everyone has their different opinions. I'm just saying. I rather. I look forward to Sundays over saying and cry a, about it. College football better. College football is better. Let's move yeah, on. I'm more of a baseball guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. You know, basketball is coming up, and I'm more. I think that's better than anything. And NBA basketball. Anybody Cooper watch volleyball? volleyball or? <laughs> you know what, Livy, Jim, Gym, gymnastics. you're saying. I would watch that over. I would say watch that. <laughs> anyway, <All> about that. <laughs> Do uh, you want to do news or, like, game recaps first? Uh, man,
0: let's just jump into the game recaps first. I All mean, right, we let's party... start off with
1: the Lions and Chiefs Yeah, real quick. Uh, Chiefs, Lions going to the Super Bowl, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. No, dude,
2: <laughs> no. They be a uh, freaking very hurt. Kelsey-less. Very, like, hurt and, like, whack. Freaking no weapons for Pat Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs
0: team. However, <laughs> let's talk about this, man. Do you see the Chiefs going in 0-2? Because they play Jacksonville next week.
2: Yeah. No, I can see them going on too. I can see
0: it. I don't think it will happen.
2: Even now. if they have Kelsey back, I can still kind of see it happening. I just, I, 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 already predicted that this was going to happen. I, I knew that Kansas City was going to have a slow start to their year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, last time we released it on Thursday, but we filmed on a Wednesday. And I think that me and Mike both had the Lions winning.
2: Yeah, I had the Lions winning. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just think there's so many good teams right now, dude. Like, especially in the a- AFC. It's just it's kind of stacked right now. So mm-hmm. it's I think it's anybody's game. It's Kansas City Chiefs, too. Kansas yeah. City Chiefs like not doing very great isn't that far off of a thing that can happen, dude.
1: Yeah. I Kadarius Tony cannot catch a ball. To it's save just not life. a good year to be a Gator, <laughs> apparently, dude. It's just really not a good year to be hey, a Gator. And then he we'll goes get on to his, it. But Anthony Richardson had a good game. And then he goes yeah. on his social
0: media and then is like calling out the Giants for their loss. I'm Wait, like, who? Tony? Yeah, Tony, yeah. because they like uh, that dude because they did terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That dude is so stupid.
1: <laughs> but, Bro, gosh, Jared Goff had a good game. Uh It was a fun game to watch. Good yeah. way to start off the season. Uh, An
2: then, interesting
0: game that was Browns versus Bengals, yeah. my friend. Jeez. Now that game was
2: not <laughs> expected, but I'm yeah, happy Yeah, it freaking sure. made me lose in fantasy pretty much, dude. It made really. me also help me win
1: in fantasy. I don't, have <laughs> Joe,
2: I don't have Joe Burrow, but I had Jamar Chase and like, oh my gosh,
1: dude.
0: Yeah, so this is the second year my dad's doing fantasy, uh-huh. and I told him to get Joe Burrow in the draft. <laughs> He's like mad at me for like doing that. I'm like, dude, it's yeah. the first game. It's probably, i beat your worst dad again. Game. Yeah. He, hit my dad goes up to me, man,
1: Michael always beats me.
0: He, he beat me yeah. the championship yeah, yeah, though. He told me that. So
1: I, i won loss against your dad. I've played yeah. him like four times or it five in times. That was the be- biggest like, yeah. game. Of I felt us, bad. So. I was like, I don't really care what this like, I let him yeah, win. Sure. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> but man, Deshaun Watson and Kevin Stefanski are looking, as we kind of have talked over the offseason, like, hey, they they could be contenders for at least the, uh, the AFC North. And um, it's looking that way. They already got an AFC North win. Just throw to Amari Cooper,
1: please. Like, he's over there. Throw to him. Mm-hmm. And I would love that, honestly.
0: well, do you have him in like, your family league? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice, nice. And
1: speaking of Amari Cooper, John traded Garrett Wilson for Amari Cooper. Honestly, not a good trade, in my opinion.
0: See, I think that... So he so he got Amari Cooper on he his He got team. Amari Cooper I traded think- away Garrett Wilson. I mean, honestly, I think that is it good. It's an even trade, but I'm I think, being honest. I think it's good.
1: I think it's an even trade, but I think John lost it because Garrett Wilson had Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco last year, and mm. still was a top wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah,
0: but I mean, Amari Cooper is still a good receiver, so I I think it's a really a win-win either way. It's just I think that they could still get around the same amount of fantasy points the entire season. We could see. I mean, maybe Amari Cooper has a little bit less, just because. For some receptions you could have you have Nick Chubb to throw to mm-hmm. who's a running back, which is awesome. And you know, Zach Wilson's gonna be targeting Garrett Wilson for the most part, but we'll we'll get to
1: that game in a little bit. Yeah. Next game we had Texans Ravens. Lamar did not do as good as he should have done. Yeah. Uh and it was a weird it's his first game. He didn't play at all in the preseason, so it was like the first game Jitters type situation for Sad him.
2: Sad game for the Texans though, dude.
1: Jeez. Yeah, it wasn't the best game for them. But uh the next game. Was the Bucks Vikings. This was actually a really good game. At for the man. first for the first like quarter, first half, I did not think Baker was that good. Like he was not doing good. Yeah. He could not move the ball down the field. They could I not get the not, third down. I
2: did not expect this game to happen this way at all.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. I I texted the group chat and say they should just put Trask in and see what he can do because Baker could not get a uh, third you gotta, you gotta let Baker bake, man. You, can't be,
0: <laughs> you you gotta be a Baker believer. It just
1: I'm just saying in the first half. The second half, he did good. He brought, finally they started getting the ball down the field. He's found Mike Evans, uh, but
0: yeah. John texted me like after the game, like a day after. He's like, I don't know about Baker, man. I I just don't know. I said, you don't know about a guy that had over 200 yards, two touchdowns, and beat the <laughs> NFC North champion, okay, at, <laughs> at their home. I was like, dude, I get it. I I respect your passion for Trask. But let Baker do his thing. Like, Trask will win his time. You know what I mean? He probably like, won't. Like, stop shitting on Baker, like, every week. Like, I get it. You want him to play. But your team's winning because of Baker. And now you're sitting here like, oh, I still want Trask to play. Like, do you want
1: Trask or do you want to win? Like, honestly. I don't know. Who, who knows? Trask man. will get his time if Baker gets hurt. And then I still, I think the Bucks will be pretty much, like, how they are uh they'll probably do a little worse but I
0: don't see them getting the first pick as some people predicted in the offseason though I, I don't know I don't think they're going to I think the worst we know who's going to be
2: getting that which is the Cardinals Yeah Yeah dude they're just tanking on purpose at this point Yeah
1: but
0: uh they, a, they almost won All right let's just Yeah Jeffs. I know that was also crazy the fact that they
2: almost <laughs> <won>. <laughs> That
1: was a crazy game We'll talk about that real quick Cardinals nearly beating the Commanders Josh Dobbs man It wasn't he did like not a play it, it, he wasn't that good it, it was a bad it was bad a bad game for bad the Commanders, game. dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad game. Dogs for had 132 yards. I mean, it's he had 21 completions out of 30. James Conner 62 yards. Just Commanders just did shit. Sam Howell 202 yards of touchdown interception, but
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a sleeper game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you're looking at those two teams, it's like But um Jeez. anyways, <laughs> you got Falcons versus Panthers. I mean, I could have seen either of these teams winning. But even then, like Falcons still winning by 14 is kind of surprising to me. But Bryce Young had two picks. He's showing that rookie Alabama quarterback in him. Uh, 146 (laughs) yards and a touchdown, 20 for 38. Um, Miles Miles Sanders, Sanders, yeah, a lot of carries. 18 Um,
1: carries, 72, and he was dropped right before the game. Yeah. I picked him up. Desmond Ritter looking shit per usual <laughs> but uh tyler algier Bijan robinson great game from both of them oh yeah uh, i mean Bijan robinson sorry tyler algier had more carries had 15 carries with 75 yards and two touchdowns uh and then Bijan robinson had 10 carries 56 yards and then also six receptions for 27 yards and, and a yet touchdown. again
0: it's not looking like a great year for fantasy owners of kyle pitts
1: <laughs> no you it's he's good Just, Desmond Ritter sucks.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, you put Kyle Pitts on ch- the Chiefs, he's probably going to perform like Kelsey. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, But when he got Desmond Ritter throwing to you, Marcus Mariota, it, I mean, that last year. I'm talking about last year. It's just shit.
1: I mean, sure. like, look at – he had 44 yards on only two receptions. Like, Give him a <laughs> lot more. <laughs> come on uh Drake they were, London they were focusing more on their run game but yeah and Drake London no reception <laughs> zero points for those fantasy owners dude
0: uh, yeah and what's funny is our buddy Jay like I remember at the beginning of the year he's like you might want to pick up Drake London <laughs> and I'm not saying he's going to do that all year I think that he can pick it up but I he, think he's good he, yeah he he was very good last year in mm-hmm. fantasy um but that first game everybody goes through their ups and downs in yeah. fantasy
1: but Desmond Ritter will always be on the down But uh, the next game that was actually a really good game to watch was the Colts and Jaguars. Uh, Anthony Richardson actually had, in my opinion, the best game out of the rookie quarterbacks. He did very good. Uh, He was rushing with a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown. He had 220 yards, one interception. Uh, He got hurt at the end. That's the scary thing. They had to put Gardner Minshew in. Uh, I don't think it's like a big injury. I think he'll play next week. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a Florida rookie that – I honestly, if he plays like that, he could. He has a really good shot of winning rookie of the year. Yeah, and he could be that. He could have that boom. I right? like I said, he's either going to be mm-hmm. a boom or a big bust. Mm-hmm. And it was looking towards the boom side in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, against a good team too.
0: Yeah, uh, fantasy owners can be excited for Anthony Richardson if they have him. I mean, we'll see how he performs. You know, week two, um, but moving forward, yeah, it was a good game. Wasn't able to really watch it, but I yeah. was able to see some highlights from Anthony Richardson.
1: Next game, sorry, Luke, but (laughs) the 49ers. I mean, uh,
2: what can I even say at this point?
0: I mean, let's be honest, though. They're one of the best, if not the best team in the NFC.
2: We played a really stacked team. Steelers, it's not even about the talent on the team. We just did not execute at all. At Mm. any point, we didn't capitalize. The only good part about this team for the Steelers is the fact that T.J. Watt outplayed Bosa. (laughs) Three sacks, two fumbles, one fumble recovery, and five overall tackles. I mean, I'll always... T.J. Watt is amazing. He's crazy. He's our best player right now. But, I mean, it's just we did not execute offensively at all. horrible, horrible home opener for Mike Tomlin. And, uh, yeah, Mm. I'm still on the fire Matt Canada train. So.
1: I'm confused, like, why is Najee, like, not doing good? That's my we question. We don't
2: run the ball well. We do jet sweeps whenever we don't have he's a, strong, good. All along, a strong offensive line, and it's just we don't rotate our running backs correctly. It's terrible play calling. It's our offensive coordinator. It's been the same problem for the mm-hmm. past four years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the fan base is pretty much done with it. They gave Matt Canada one more year. Mike Tomlin and whoever else freaking let him stay for one more year because we ended positive. I thought it was a stupid idea, <laughs> and we're now reaping the benefits of keeping Matt, Matt Canada right now. So he needs to go.
1: Yeah. Well, looking at the 49er side, Brock great Purdy. Game. Brock Purdy looks picked up right where he left off. Yeah. Uh, and I like game. I like
2: San Francisco. I don't I don't I don't yeah. hate them as a team. It sucked to to watch us get destroyed by them, of course, but. Brock Purdy played an amazing game. Brandon Ayuk mm-hmm. came out and 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 did his thing. I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Chris McCaffrey were, too. Yeah, Chris McCaffrey did his thing. A lot of people were kind of upset about Brandon Brandon Ayuk doing well because they uh decided to like bench bend, yeah they benched him <laughs> on fantasy or whatever. Yeah. I've actually been seeing a
1: lot about Brandon Ayuk being Brock Purdy's more likable target, being wide receiver one to yeah. Brock Purdy. What's I don't funny, know how
2: Debo did in fantasy. Or I don't He know. had like eight he, points or something. Yeah, he did
1: all right. Um, yeah, what's funny about that
0: is I helped my dad. I told him to pick him up off the waivers. Um, so, hey, and look, then he,
1: so you told him one good thing. I, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> and there then he
0: you know. told me, he was like, man, I had a guy go off on my bench. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I told you to get him. So That's not about me.
1: The uh, next game on here is the Saints-Titans, a 16-15 win for the Saints. Uh, Derrick Henry, not bad game, not bad game. Uh, and then also DeAndre Hopkins' first game there. He had seven receptions for sixty-five yards. Uh it was a closer game than I thought it would be. I thought the Saints would win by a bigger margin. But uh Derek Carr's first game, he had over three hundred yards, so it's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, I like the Saints this year. They're a sleeper for to win the division to win their division yeah. this year for me. It's really well, I don't anyone, I don't think they're a sleeper at all. I think that
0: they probably I, will. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be them or the Bucks, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: But uh the next game here. Broncos losing again 17 to 16. <laughs>
0: They're just such a sad team right now, dude. To the Raiders, how much hype can they get? And every time, let us down Broncos Broncos country, let's die.
1: <laughs> they are not right. But uh, Russell Wilson had 177 yards, two touchdowns. Javante Williams didn't look terrible off that uh ACL injury, right? Is ACL or Achilles? Who uh Javante Williams? He oh, uh, I'm not sure, I think, I think it was, was ACL yeah. last year. But uh, 52 yards on 13 carries, not too bad. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, his first game with the Raiders, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, not the best game, 19 carries for 48 yards, but not terrible. Uh, Jacoby Myers, though, before he got injured, having a great game. Uh, better than He had a better game than Devontae Adams. He had nine receptions, 81 yards with two touchdowns. I mean, we've known Jacoby Myers was a Raider since last year, and he's
0: obviously pulling it off quite well
1: (laughs) (laughs) but uh the next game this game Uh, speaking of that i can't be mad i'm not gonna lie i can't be mad it was a great game patriots eagles uh that start the start of the game was about to turn off my like just turn off right like 16-0 16-0 right off the bat i don't know what happened but uh then the patriots came back they did not let the Eagles score again until the third quarter got 14 or two touchdowns in the second quarter mac jones looked other than that interception amazing he had three touchdowns during the 16 yards but for some reason one of my friends uh daniel jones is better no
0: call don't say one of your friends he's zach, been on here before yeah zach zach <laughs>
1: says daniel jones is a top 10 quarterback in that he's like you'd rather have mac jones would you rather have mac jones or daniel jones like that's not even a question uh, <laughs> dude,
0: that conversation was awful man <laughs> uh, i we'll uh, we'll get to that after we'll you explain this game
1: but uh zeke's first game <laughs> he had a fumble <laughs> but seven he had seven carries for 29 yards and he also had a I think he had two receptions. No, he had five receptions uh on his debut. Ramondre Stevenson had a good game receiving better than uh rushing. He had 25 yards rushing, 64 receiving. Uh Hunter Henry, he's looking more like his Chargers first year as a Patriot year. Mm-hmm. It's looking like Mac Jones and Hunter Henry are gonna be a, a duo, like because they have a good offensive coordinator now that actually uses tight ends. And Mike Kosecki also had three receptions. But this game, it's not it you should be happy as a Patriots fan, honestly. Keeping it that close to a Super Bowl contender. Uh their defense looks amazing. Christian Gonzalez looks like he's gonna be a good guy for us. Uh Matthew Judon as well doing great. I'm excited to see this Patriots team. I think they're gonna be better than a lot of people said think they are. I mean
0: now with Aaron Rodgers going now, they won't be fourth in the division. They might That's be third. Um but yeah, another uh surprising game. If you're a Rams fan, you got to be <laughs> happy because who would have seen this coming? This is true. 30 sure. to 13 against the Seahawks, who, you know, the Seahawks made the playoffs last year and, you oh, know, you problem. got healthy Matthew Stafford back. Even with an injured Cooper Cup, they yeah. still win it by a fairly large art margin.
1: Yeah, there's, uh, I forgot his name. I just picked him up. Uh, looks like uh, Cooper Cup 2.0, Puka Nakua. 10 receptions. He had 15 uh, targets, uh, he had 119 yards. Mm-hmm. Looked really good. It was his debut. His rookie, I'm pretty sure. Uh, looks like he's gonna be their Matthew Stafford's guy based off based and, off solely off those targets. 15 and, targets is a lot.
0: And you know who is still looking like shit, which is Cam Akers.
1: <laughs> 22
0: carries, for 22 carries, like 29
1: yards. <laughs> he had a touchdown though. He had a touchdown.
0: Fantasy owners are going did. crazy. That's Ky- so bad. For the
1: Kyron Williams, is gonna be the lead rusher.
0: Yeah, and I mean god anyways that <laughs> game was that game was interesting cam makers of on. course selling
1: how does tyron williams have two receiving yards but zero receptions um oh, that's weird
0: uh maybe it's just a glitch or something
1: but uh the next game uh is dolphins charter this was a shootout like i thought it would be predicted it uh tyree kill amazing did absolutely amazing went off long. dude went off Tua also amazing, four hundred sixty six yards, and three touchdowns, at interception. Yeah, and you
0: know the thing is, is I mean, this is when we talk NFL a lot. It's going to be a lot of fantasy, so you just got to get prepared for that. But with like Tua, I mean, people were looking over him, saying he wasn't going to be good this year or anything like that. I I I picked him up in another league that I'm in, the league with our with our dads in it for my bench because, dude. Last year, do you not remember the stack of Tua and Tyreek last year? Does anybody not remember that stack? It was absolutely insane. And look at this: like Tua was one of the best quarterbacks in this entire uh, for this entire week one. The top five quarterbacks: Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. They and Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert. No, sorry, sorry, not Justin Herbert. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Those five quarterbacks underperformed. They didn't meet their projected score at all some of them failed big time jalen hurts uh, and joe burrow and lamar jackson especially Patrick mahomes was like two or three points under um but i mean when you're looking at a guy like tua this is a guy that if you're in a like four to six man league and he was still on the waivers people definitely picked him up for sure yeah as they should i mean this guy should have been qb1 for some people in my opinion i i never understood the like tua hate honestly i've never understood it
1: mm-hmm I don't hate Tua. I just think he's probably gonna get injured again this year. And like that's th- my that's that- my fear for Tua. That's
0: the risk. Signs, you
3: know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I think that's gonna happen again, unfortunately. But uh it might not. I don't know. It's whatever. Uh but on the other side of the of the ball, the Chargers, Justin Herbert did well. He's a top you can I'd say he put him at six on the top quarterbacks for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, he had two hundred twenty nine yards with a touchdown. Austin Eckler had 170 yards with sixteen carries and a touchdown. Uh, Joshua Kelly even he had sixteen carries for the game, and he had ninety-one yards and a touchdown. I see him probably up on waiver wires; people wanting to get him. Keenan Allen six receptions, seventy-six yards, and Eckler again with forty-seven receiving yards. But the next game we have, this is hilarious to me. <laughs> Absolutely, is the, the hilarious. Packers Bears. The I just I see all these Bears like I saw before. Finally, we are beating the Packers this year, and then just Jordan Love comes yeah. into play. And they still own you. They still <laughs> own you. I bet Aaron Rodgers was so, was watching this game laughing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do then, bro.
1: Jordan Love actually looked really good. Yeah, 245 yards, three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, but let's not get ahead of ourselves when they're playing against the Bears defense.
1: Yeah, that's true. Remember like three, two, three years ago, Bears defense was a top three defense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And With Khalil Mack. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Aaron Jones, amazing game. Two receiving – I mean, two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. And then he also had 41 yards rushing with a touchdown. Then he pulled his hamstring.
0: So that's great. Yeah.
1: Uh, Can't really have much with the Packers. You're going to lose something in there. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, the next game,
0: the next game is what we were hinting towards earlier, man, Michael, you got to give me a fist bump for this one. Cowboys defense, yes, baby. Bro, I have in one league, I have in the other.
2: <laughs> man, oh man, is that a great defense to have. Yeah, dude. 35 points, right? Yeah. Ours, well, ours like 44 points. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez.
1: Dude, um, save yeah. me. Save me. Kyle, if you're listening to this, I know you watch every once in a while. Take this L, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he was pissed. But, uh amazing game from cowboys defense all around 26 points from their offense i'm pretty sure and the rest was just straight defense. one of
0: the biggest rivalries i mean in the nfl like a a top 10 rivalry in the nfl literally blown out 40 (laughs) oh i mean this is it's crazy i mean it is the cowboys though and cowboys nation still ain't them boys but i mean they, (laughs) they were proving themselves against the giants for sure uh and we can get back to what we were saying earlier i mean Zach Levinson has been on the show before. <laughs> literally was saying that like Daniel Jones, like he's got to be, he's got to be joking. No, he's like, not though. I know he's I, not. I know he's not. But he like he, common sense why he's has to be.
1: Daniel Jones is not the it's The people around him, dude. He had this is the same team as last year. He had w- twenty eight. Talking times, about <laughs> plus Darren Waller. You added Darren Waller. <laughs>
2: Daniel Jones has had so many opportunities to prove himself, and he never does it. He 100 never
1: hundred yards, hundred and four yards, two interceptions crazy bad he is bad he had 43 rushing yards oh he can he can run there you go he, that's it you know like,
2: that one run that he had and he tripped
1: over <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, embarrassing.
2: He's, an, he's an embarrassing player dude
1: it's insane nick in our group chat with zach levinson was like is it is it too early to say anything oh <laughs> yeah i said that like five minutes into the <laughs> game too and then like by the time they lost i was like is it still too early like- <laughs> uh, it's just having a giants fan hilarious but yeah. it's also really annoying but uh, the last game we're going to oh, talk about is God. heartbreaking, but to some, like, because of Aaron Rodgers, the Bills, Jets, but it's also great for me because Bills defense.
0: Okay, this game one. fucking sucked for me. I had one bet <laughs> that I had to hit. I win 90 bucks. Uh Josh Allen to throw, like, two passing touchdowns. He had one. He had so many opportunities, so many opportunities to get that one more. God, dude, fuck Josh Allen. Never <laughs> bet him on on that piece of shit ever again. But you probably fuck will. It. I'm not going to bet on him. I mean, sure, I can pick it. Like, I'll, I'll use him in fan- He's not in any of my leagues, but I'd have him in fantasy. But, I mean, even then, he was shit in fantasy.
1: I mean, he had a great connection to Jordan Whitehead. <laughs> like, <laughs> three yeah, interceptions. Yeah, three
2: picks, yeah. man. Three All picks. The same, dude. He was throwing dimes to him.
1: <laughs> he was. But uh, he still had 236 yards and a touchdown. Stefan Diggs still did. He's staying 100 yards the touchdown. Uh, James Cook didn't look too bad. No, let's be
0: honest. He looked like shit. Yeah, he did not look great, dude. 12 carries, 46. And I'm seeing all these things to start James Cook next week. I'm not riding with him.
1: I wouldn't start him. I don't think he's a fantasy top dog. I mean,
0: even like, you know... FanDuel is over here promote FanDuel and like the official NFC fantasy app. They're all promoting start James Cook. I'm like fuck no, and y'all, <laughs> y'all can quote me on it. Now, I'm he's saying probably that. gonna go off now. That I said that, but
1: he looked better than a Devin. Sing- he's better than Devin Singletary in my opinion. It's still upgrade. It's still upgrade. <sighs> Mm, I don't know. I I think he'll be better for the Bills than Devin Singletary will be, as ever it was. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, other than that, this Jets defense is proven to be a top five defense in the league. They look really good. This
1: is one week,
0: but they were able to pull through whenever the team needed it the most. I mean, let's talk about the elephant in the room. I mean, you got aaron Rodgers who goes down in four snaps
1: it's insane that's which so sad
0: it, it's sad for not only jets fans but also the entire nfl world like yeah he's probably I mean, retiring yeah he i mean he His probably career is probably gonna be over yeah and you do you guys like read what he said to like garrett wilson it's Yeah, kind of, it's, it's kind of sad yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry kid. kid yeah man that
2: that's
1: sad like, sucks, i feel so bad <laughs>
2: that makes a grown man cry for sure <laughs> this yeah. whole journey dude and like they were on Hard Knocks, you know.
1: Dude, I, I'm ex- I'm actually wanna I'm gonna watch the next. I've been watching Hard Knocks. I just haven't seen the last episode. But I'm excited. What it's yeah. gonna be?
2: I
0: mean, Hard Knocks, dude. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting now. And I mean, bro,
1: the script writers, they knew
0: the script writers, bro. I mean, dude, <laughs> when you're watching it, you don't really see like an injury, at least from my point of view. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: dude. There's there was a TikTok that I saw. You talking about like the Achilles tear yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There is a slowed down TikTok and it like oh, okay. circled around his where it where uh, his Achilles is. Mm-hmm. And you can literally see it overextend and pop. So what oh. it, what happens whenever yeah. you tear your Achilles? Mm-hmm. It's like a an elastic band in your leg that like basically rips up and it goes and it goes all the way up your leg. <sighs> and you can see where it happens, where it pops. I can't God. believe he wasn't writhing in pain because that's I've, I hear that's one of the worst pains. Dude, he that you got right ever up and like then he lit. had to sit down. Yeah, he, he realized that he couldn't stand on it anymore because that's... you can't stand, you can't walk really. It's a bad, bad, bad injury. Yeah, it's like you sucks. see it like like it's going <sighs> forward and then it goes, and then it's, it's... awful.
0: Yeah, I mean now now you got to ride on Zach Wilson, who hey. obviously was benched last year.
1: He said he's going to make Aaron Rodgers life hell.
0: (laughs) I guess he kind of did. (laughs) But, I mean, you got to think, too, like, uh, I've been seeing these, I guess you could (laughs) say memes, but, I, I, I mean, I saw it on TikTok. It was more of just, like, now, like, they saw this, like, encouragement coming from Garrett Wilson and other Jets fan or Jets players. And then Zach Wilson, like, ended up clutching up and they won the game. It wasn't his clutch play that won it, but he was able to keep a minute. And uh, they were all saying, like, oh, maybe now that they have, like, he's getting shown encouragement, he'll actually play good. Do you guys
1: think that that's it? Because I don't want I think he'll be better than he was last year. Yeah, I think Burrell, he had some has,
2: a, has a lot to do with it.
1: Yeah. And he had some time to learn under Rodgers. And I think that's gonna help him a little bit, but I still he did not look amazing. They should just uh, sign
2: Colin Kaepernick. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, if they if they are gonna sign oh. a quarterback, because they will need to for a backup, I think Matt honestly, Ryan. <laughs> so, I think the best option would probably be Carson Wentz as a backup for them. Yeah, but sure. uh, yeah, for that, I, I mean, there would be there would be a QB like uh, rivalry in there. I, Carson Wentz could take the job. I don't think Zach Wilson's that good yeah me
0: either but uh man that that was that was a sad sad game to watch Yeah, through and through from the aaron Rodgers to uh i mean for me i couldn't even really enjoy the jets comeback win because i was so pissed about the bet but <laughs> i mean it was it was a very wholesome win at the end yeah, yeah. especially with Same hard look. knocks you know i saw that guy um he had like just came there like a week before or whatever
1: yeah it was his uh no he was an undrafted free agent yeah. uh, undrafted free agent and uh he, he's their partner and kick returner yeah uh, xavier, xavier like gibson. gibson yeah so uh, but moving into let's move into some news that are going on in the nfl world first thing i want to talk about is these ai robots that were at was it the chargers game i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that place for a promotion like for some movie dude they look creepy
2: they were so creepy and like, i mean
1: i don't know if you've seen them Louis, but that's what, like these they were placed all around the stadium
2: oh is this for like this movie promotion or yeah order?
1: it's for some movie it promotion.
0: it looks weird dude it, it's so weird but i mean also you gotta remember like people do this all the time if you remember that smile movie they yeah. had like the people at the baseball games yeah. just smiling the entire yeah like at three hours which is gotta it's hurt. smart i mean it's yeah, pretty that's creative gotta
1: hurt. But, they
0: gotta get paid dude but i mean like yeah but uh wait because also- wh- you said this earlier who do you mean gets paid oh wait actually they're ai bots
1: no, so. those are real people. Oh, they're real people. Yeah, they have masks on. Those aren't AI. No, role. I thought like it was like a. I don't, I don't even know. know what it was, honestly. Yeah, those are real people, with like a mask on. <laughs> oh wait, are you talking about like the Chargers or Rams?
0: No, I'm saying that the Chargers got paid. Yeah, to, no, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I thought you were saying like they got paid, and I was like, no, uh, no, no. Because you said that in our paid. group chat. I was like, uh, no, I meant
1: <laughs> the team is getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, other news that's going on: the Bengals, for some reason, uh, cut offensive tackle Lyle Collins. That's the last thing the Bengals need to do. That's a starting offensive tackle. Uh, two I'm uh, pretty sure the Cowboys and the Patriots are both in on him right now because it's September you don't really see an, a starting offensive tackle on the board to be able to be picked up. So stupid by them. But the Eagles this week they're they're gonna have a rough time. They're out their outs for this week is cornerback James Bradbury with the concussion. Kenneth Gainwell with uh, hurt ribs. Uh their safety, Reed, Blankenship with another hurt ribs, and possibly Fletcher Cox with ribs. All injured. And uh who are they playing this week? I'm pretty sure they're playing the Vikings, yeah. Vikings could win this. Their defense if their <sighs> nah, defense. The th- I think the Eagles will win, but if the Vikings defense steps up, they have a good chance of winning because their offense is really good.
0: Yeah. I mean uh, yet again, there, there is a lot of, uh, I know on the script says NFL games. Look forward to, there's a lot of good NFL games this week. A lot of rivalry games are happening this week. Mm -hmm. Um, and this will be one of the main ones to watch out for. It's not a rivalry, but Vikings versus Eagles will be a very good watch for sure. Yeah. Um, you're looking at some of the best players in the game playing on both of these teams, Jalen hurts, Justin Jefferson. I'm excited for this one, (laughs) but, um, over in the AFC North, you got Ravens versus Bengals. Another huge rivalry game. Yeah. Um, i'm excited for that one mike
1: yeah i am too it's gonna to one o'clock game oh, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be fun but oh vikings eagles tomorrow night actually um then oh, seahawks lions yeah. it should be a good game but but i don't know based off the seahawks last performance wasn't i think the lions will win that um colts texans it's a this is a battle of the mid-teams mm-hmm. uh, type of situation. I like Colts. I think the Colts will win because I think if Anthony Richards play, if Richardson plays, I think they'll win. He looked better than C.J. Stroud did. But in C.J. Stroud's defense, he was missing 3 three-o linemen. Uh, another good game is the Chiefs-Jaguars. Obviously, it's a rematch from the playoffs last season. Uh, who do you guys got winning this one?
0: I mean, any word of, like, Travis Kelsey's status?
1: He's been he was practicing this week. We're practicing today.
0: Mm, I mean, this is really a tough one because, at the same time, the Jags are going to be fired up more than ever. They have Calvin Ridley now, which is going to help their offense, yep. which is kind of what they struggled with in that game against the Chiefs in the playoffs. I think that... I'm going to go Chiefs, and I'm going to go Chiefs just because if you guys have seen that quarterback show with Patrick Mahomes, he's not going to take that loss lightly. No. Even though it's week one, he doesn't care. Uh, they're going to go into Jacksonville, and who knows? There's probably going to – I mean, Jacksonville has garnered a lot more fans, so you can't really like, shit on them for their fan base. Yeah. But they're, the Chiefs fans are going to be there for sure. They're all over the country, especially these bandwagon fans. So. It won't necessarily be a complete home game for the Jags. I'm going Chiefs just because I'm I'm gonna roll with Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not gonna be surprised at all if the Jags win.
2: I'm gonna go Duval. I think that yeah, I think just because of the point that you made about them being really fired up, their offense looks pretty stout. I think Trevor uh, yeah. Lawrence. I'm I'm honestly guessing that he's gonna have a big year. So uh, yeah, especially since it's a home game for for the Jags, I, I'm gonna take them in this game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It really could go either way, but it's looking like Travis Kelsey's going to play, so I'm going to go I Chiefs. I freaking hope he does
2: for the sake of the fantasy <laughs> team. <But laughs>
1: yeah. I, he'll have a great – he's going to have like over 100 yards if he plays. <laughs> and like three touchdowns. <laughs> me
2: better. Like, give me like 50 points. 50 points, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh.
1: But the Jaguars, like i all said, Calvin Ridley is on there. Zay Jones had a great game in first week. Christian Kirk's looking like wide receiver three. Uh, but I got to go Chiefs in this game. Uh, the next game, not really, I mean, kind of big because Jordan loved it to get the game, but Packers-Falcons, I think I honestly don't know who's going to win this. They're both probably, Yeah, you can
0: just skim yeah. over some of these Bills,
1: Bills-Raiders, Bills will probably win. Chargers-Titans, Chargers will probably win. Uh, 49ers-Rams, this one's a little interesting, but I think the 49ers will win uh then there's giants cardinals cardinals obviously
0: <laughs> uh then, oh, man, i love the hate to the giants
1: <laughs> and then jets cowboys this will be an interesting game uh cowboys coming arguably honestly the number one defense in the league and jets top five jets without aaron Rodgers now uh, still has a good offense i mean they have dalvin cook Brees hall Garrett wilson
2: I'm just not super sold on Dak still, so it's just like yeah, and that's another thing. I think that it'll probably still be a closer game than people. Will probably I think it's a Cal- defensive but. game. I think Cowboys will win. I do yeah. too. No, I think the Cowboys will probably win too, but I think it'll be a closer game than people think. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it'll be a defensive game, but Dak is better than Zach, and he also has CeeDee Lamb, who at who's <clears throat> really is a top ten wide receiver, arguably a top yeah. seven. Yeah, could some people I could even see is putting him at top five? I think he's top seven, top ten ish. Uh, Garrett Wilson also in that range, but he has Zach Wilson throwing to him. So I think the Cowboys' better offense will ultimately help them out and win this game. But uh, the next game, Broncos, Commanders. not a- Battle of the mid again for the Commanders. <laughs> God. Uh, and then after that, we have Dolphins-Patriots. I actually think it will be a good game. However, the Patriots' offensive line just are hurt right now. There's mm-hmm. Their left tackle, Trent Brown concussion, could not – maybe not playing because of protocol – uh, both of their guards, uh, Michael Wenu and Cole Strains, are still limited in practice. Uh, their left guard, Saidi So, has a concussion as well. Great. And then David Andrews, hamstring injury. That's literally their entire offensive line. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be tough, tough day. It will be tough. Uh, hopefully, Mac Jones, Hunter Henry, and Kendrick Bourne can do what they did last time. And Keyshawn Butte, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He's our rookie. Sold us that game. Sold it. I forgot to say that he had two big receptions that he thought he was still in college football. He put one foot in.
3: Mm.
0: that's a hard like mental thing to fix, you know. But he should have definitely been
1: working on that all offseason. Yeah, he should have. I mean, him and Demario, Demario Douglas is the other rookie. He did great. Keyshawn, not so much. Mm. Andrew was yelling at the screen to cut him, but uh, it's whatever happens. Next game, Saints Panthers. This will actually be a pretty interesting game. Because who knows what this uh division's going to look like at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I think – I don't really know who's going to win this. Probably the Saints, Derek Carr. I think
2: they're just yeah. more established as a team. Yeah. Yep.
1: Panthers still good. Hayden Hurst, if y'all don't have him fantasy, I've seen him a lot. Pick him up. He's going to be good. He's going to be Bryce Young's number one target. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last game, this will be interesting, Browns Steelers. Browns fan, Steelers fan. Yeah. Y'all got
0: – I mean – From the way the Browns are looking, I'm going to go Browns. I mean, and that's solely based on, I personally, like, don't think Kenny Pickett's a guy. I mean, you can disagree with me because I know that you're riding with him. But I think (laughs) that soon enough, which after week one, I've already seen a lot of Steelers fans not happy with Kenny Pickett. And they don't realize they're going up against the 49ers. But those are the diehard, you know, fans like that. I don't, I'm kind of riding with him in the sense that, like, he still has a lot to prove to me. Being like, yeah, okay, yes, he got you to five hundred. Congrats. I mean, what else do you go with like being five hundred? Other than you won some games and uh you still didn't make the playoff. um I mean, I, I don't really think Kenny Pickett is it, and I think that the Browns' D line this year has also become more established than they were in previous years. I think that also Miles Garrett has just got that dog in him. He's going to be able to handle a, a lot of Kenny Pickett, a lot of. Najee Harris and also George Pickens was looking like he like that game I don't I didn't see a lot of good production out of George Pickens who I was riding with it all the Mm offseason like I was saying you know I was gonna pick him up in fantasy fantasy I got sniped a few times but also like it is a big rivalry and I won't be surprised if Steelers get it they got to get 500 some above 500 somehow so
2: all I'll say is that we had a really rough game this last week but it's also hard to judge a team off of week one, you know. That is true. Um, I, and if I'm being totally honest, I think this is going to be a different game for the Steelers. I think that we're going to turn around. We're going to start executing a little bit more. And I hear you about Kenny Pickett, but it's hard to say Kenny, Pick- Kenny Pickett's going to be the <coughs> guy whenever it's his year two and when he's still under a Matt Canada offense. Yeah. You can't produce under this, uh, under this under how this terrible offense is being run right now. It's really, really a rough offensive coordinator situation here. Mm-hmm. there's nothing to build off of it right now. It's going to continue to be this. So there's no George Pickens production because he's not getting any play calls to his number right now because mm. we're just not getting good play calls. It's hard to say anything about Kenny Pickett right now. I want him to prove himself, of course, right now, but I, I know he is talented enough. He obviously was the most pro-ready qu- quarterback coming out of the quarterback class. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of football experience. I just don't think it has anything to do with the talent on our team. I think that has ed- everything to do with the fact that we have to execute a lot better, and we just we need a better offensive coordinator because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not giving anybody opportunity, especially like we have so much talent on this team. We have George Pickens, who obviously is a star. We have uh, De- uh, Deontay Johnson, who's I mean he's got good hands. And he's, he's hurt. I don't think he's playing. This yeah, week. he's he's I think he is out this week, but he's obviously got good route running ability. We have Pat Fryermuth. He's obviously. Could be a star in a tight end. We have Najee Harris, who's coming out of Alabama, a star from college. And then we have Kenny Pickett, the most pro ready quarterback coming out of that quarterback mm-hmm. class. And we're still having this issue producing on offense on paper that shouldn't be a problem. So what's the issue here? I think that it's, it's, it derives solely from the play calling. And I it's, agree. it's, 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 re- it's really our problem. Plus, our defense didn't execute. And, <clears throat> To combat Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, we have our own White Miles Garrett on the other side <laughs> of the ball. We have T.J. Watt, and he he's probably going to do just as well. I, he always gives the Brown offensive line a mm-hmm. terrible, terrible time. So, I think it's going to be a close game. And honestly, I'm going to ride with my Steelers for this one. I think that they're going to take it.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's good to remember too that the Browns are like eight and 31 since 2000
2: against the Steelers. And the yeah.
1: Steelers also have arguably the best safety, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they and also have. I think
2: it's a home game as well. Yeah. I think it is,
1: and then also Allen Robinson, Week One, five receptions, of sixty-four yards, twelve, averaged of twelve yards per reception. He looked really good, dude. Yeah.
2: I didn't, I didn't even know he was on the Steelers. Yeah, I, I didn't, expect, I actually didn't expect him to do anything at all in this Week One, but he, they were calling his number. I guess I, it's just again like it's it's crazy like one one of the biggest downfalls ever of Steelers offense is the fact that we like to do jet sweeps but that's so bad to do whenever you have such a weak or young offensive line in the mm-hmm. NFL and we saw none of that in the preseason and everybody was all excited we were like yay maybe this is <laughs> maybe this is something we don't have to worry about anymore second play from scrimmage for the Steelers is a freaking jet sweep for a loss of two yards yeah literally what like I, I knew it it's it's a master class from Matt Mac Canada dude he played so well he did his he did his best. <laughs> no, it's just, it's annoying. Like he, he's been a problem for these for years and years and he's and he's in.
1: Yeah. Well, that is around the league week two preview. We're gonna head into our next segment here. Is that everything y'all have to say? Yeah. So our next one is too early. Uh NFL award predictions after week one. These are our official we got to see one week of these players. This is our official who we think is gonna win at the moment. Uh, I'll start us off today. Uh, we'll just do you want to do MVP MVP I mean then just go yeah, through sure, all sure. right so I'll start us off the MVP I honestly I'm going to stick with what I said before I think it's going to be Joe Burrow The Bengals have a thing of losing week 1 or doing bad week 1 mm-hmm. uh, I mean it was a bad like it was a bad game for Joe Burrow but I still think he has is going to be great I think he's going to make it to the – honestly he could make it to the Super Bowl I still think they have a strong chance of going to the Super Bowl this year he still has Jamar Chase still has T. Higgins you still have uh Joe Mixon in the backfield I mean that O-line is not good but for some reason Joe Burrow knows how to get around it Mm -hmm. so I'm I still think he's gonna have a great year I'm gonna go Joe Burrow
0: yeah I mean I could still see it happening I'm gonna still rock with my MVP of Jalen Hurts he didn't have the most productive game out of the out of the entire season that was probably that might be his worst game honestly um but I think that he's still got it in it in him I mean he arguably could have been last year he was a close second place and i think that he's going to keep doing it and lead the eagles back to the super bowl
2: i'm gonna honestly pull out a little bit of a sleeper for the for the mvp it is also a quarterback because it's just like a quarterback like driven league Mm. but um i said it earlier i think that trevor lawrence is going to have a really big year and i think that he finally has the team to that can give him that extra edge and i think that he's just going to have a killer year i think that they're Definitely a playoff team, maybe even a Super Bowl contender. I think that they got a solid squad, and I think that Trevor Lawrence is going to shine, probably above all else. At least, in my opinion, he should. So I, that's that's my pick for MVP. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's I, I, I'm one. gonna take Trevor Lawrence. So I've seen sleeper. some people
0: definitely a sleeper.
2: Yeah,
1: I've seen people putting him as a sleeper pick for MVP. Yeah. and it could happen with Calvin Ridley. So, offensive player of the year. Uh, I honestly have three options I could go here. I want to say. Tyreek Hill is going to be a great, but I really think Tua is going to get hurt somehow this year. Uh, and without Tua, I don't think he's—I mean, they have Jacoby Percet, right?
2: I just think it doesn't matter. I, I'm still, I think it doesn't am either. I'm still taking Tyreek Hill as my offensive coordinator, dude. He's completely already separated himself dude, within I this hear week that room. right? Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, Wait, for, what? You said
0: offensive coordinator,
1: Our offensive player of the year. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I said coordinator. You're too
2: but. busy stuck on Matt Canada. Yeah, dude, yeah, I hate that man so much. But, but no, offensive player of the year. I think that I, I still think it's gonna be Tyreek Hill. Honestly, I think that I, he separates himself amongst. I
0: have Tyreek Hill as well, and I mean, you're saying I agree with Luke. I don't think it matters about Tua. You just had Tyreek Hill go off, almost win against the Bills in the playoffs with Skylar Thompson, your third string. Yeah. I'm. I i do not think it really comes down to that. Jacoby Brissett, honestly, he he's a pretty solid backup. Yeah, and a veteran quarterback. Team. Like he he's um, still. Yeah, he still was able to win some games with the Browns. So, I, I'm going all in on Tyree Kill as my
1: OPOY. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go that route because I still I want to stick with it. I don't think a backup quarterback is going to be great for Tyree. I think he's going to be really good still, but when Tua got hurt last year, he was in the regular season. He wasn't amazingly, amazingly good. I think Tua is
0: going to stay healthy. Let's not wish injury upon anyone, Michael.
1: I'm not. Did I say I <laughs> wish? That he, I you I, wish. <laughs> you low <lucky> you wish. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to be Justin Jefferson. He's He looked amazing in week one as well. I think it's a good pick. Uh, Kirk Cousins and him, their connection is really good, and it's really consistent. Uh, tire kill last year wasn't super consistent every week. I had to put that out there with mm. Tua and Je- Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins were I think that's gonna happen again all year so I got to get put Justin Jefferson right there
0: yeah I'm I'm just roll with Tyreek but uh for the DPOY uh Luke go ahead I'm
2: gonna take this this is gonna to hurt to say but I think that the bed, the best edge rusher right now and probably like the favorite to win DPOY is is uh Micah Parsons honestly I think that he's He's just outstanding, dude. Yeah. He's just That's an amazing. outstanding player, man. Like, you can't even deny. It. I hate the Cowboys with every fiber of my being, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I might even hate them more than I hate the Ravens, to be honest with you. But, like, yeah, I just think Micah Parsons just, just has undeniable talent. So, yeah, yeah he's definitely.
0: And you can take fantasy for this. Anytime that Cowboys defense goes out on the field, I'm going to be rooting for him. Yeah. And I never root for the Cowboys ever. <laughs> but DPOY for me, I'm sticking with my offseason pick as well, Micah Parsons. Um, you know, he came in second last year. This is the year to do it. Get over the hump. Give me Micah Parsons.
1: Yeah, you all said it. I got Micah Parsons too. I just think he's a little bit over everyone else in the league when it comes mm-hmm. to the defensive player. I mean, there's also always T.J. Watt. Joey, Bosa. I think
2: that I mean, hey, T.J. Watt could do it again. He could he after could. that week one performance. Yeah, we played horrible game, but. TJ Watt. He was the only bright side, in my opinion. Yeah, he still played so well. Yeah. So he definitely could still get it, but the only reason why I think that he wouldn't <laughs> is just because if the Steelers are bad all year, yeah, that'll outshine the fact that he played well. So. Yeah.
1: But uh, offensive rookie of the year. This is another one. I have two options based off week one. I think it's going to be Bijan Robinson. I think he'll end up winning the, the award, but I think Anthony Richardson is going to be the second the second guy. I, I think
2: that. Yeah, I, I I mean I I'll agree with you to a, to an extent it's just because like I think it's such a quarterback driven league, like I said earlier. I think that if Anthony Richardson stays solid, he could one hundred percent run away mm-hmm. with that award. But if he doesn't and the, the Colts are super eh, or really lackluster, I think that it's Bijan's yeah. award to win for sure. Yeah, I think that um Bijan is up there. Also <laughs> another player
0: to think of is Zay Flowers. He absolutely had is true, a yeah. great game for the Ravens. He was looking like their wide receiver one, who, probably on, would who on paper was Odell. But think about it. You got Lamar Jackson throwing to you, and you're his wide receiver one, and you're a rookie. I could see Zay Flowers winning this. I could. And he's I, a little
2: bit of a sleeper, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I, he's a sleeper <laughs> for sure. But based off week one, my opinion, um, I, I think Bajan is one of them that could be. But also think about this, Jameer Gibbs. He didn't have the most productive game. They said they were gonna ease him in. I think that he becomes RB one in just a few weeks. I think that he could be better than Bijan whenever it comes to the wins and like him applying to the wins more than the Falcons and Bijan. Um. So I we'll, just think we'll see what happens. I just
2: think that watching Bijan in Texas, like or Bijan in Texas. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. I guess, but. <laughs> I just think watching him in Texas, I, I already knew that he was going to excel in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He just already looked like a pro running back. Yeah. So I just, and he, I, he looked great in his first. I agree first with you, exam. but I
0: feel that same way for Gibbs. I think that Gibbs was a, is, is a better running back in <laughs> my opinion. And, um, I and think you could be right. Yeah. I think that, uh, Bajon has like more, he, he has more production value, which can get him that rookie of the year. That offense rookie of the year because think about this. Jared Goff has um Amon Raw St. Brown. Yeah. You know, and Sue Jameson Williams. Yes, exactly. So I mean, and you still got uh David Montgomery, who has solidified himself as a good running back, yeah. a decent running back, you know, top 15 running back, not top 15, I'd say like top 20 running back in the league. So I mean, you got that going for him. So I think it could go a lot of different ways. Anthony Richardson based off week one. Yeah, if he kept playing like that. Then maybe i think that in my opinion bryce young has kind of fallen out of this idea for me um i i rode with it with michael at the beginning for the off season but based we were off, both kind of hesitant because we really yeah, didn't know exactly. how people would perform and i mean like i said the alabama quarterback thing like i mean yeah you got Tua who's actually performing quite well right now um but <coughs> historically from these past few you know kind of decades Create someone who mac jones Anyways, so uh, yeah, so I think honestly, I'm gonna just ride. Say Zay Flowers is my main one. Yeah, the
1: reason, the reason I see Bajan will get it ultimately over Gibbs is Bajon's running back one. already started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of their main pieces. Jameer Gibbs is he would be one of their main pieces, but sharing it with David, David Montgomery. Then you could say Tyler Algier sharing it too. But they're using Bajon as a receiving back and running back. Tyler Algier is mainly just the just a running game, and then on the receiving end, Bajan's looking like the option one from the first from their first uh, game. Mm-hmm. Jameer Gibbs, he had some questionable, he had a questionable play uh, in his first game. He did look good. I think it was just the first game jitters, but mm-hmm. Jameer Gibbs, like I said, he'll be eventually running back one. Uh, Bajon is running back one right now, yeah. So that's why I think Bajon will ultimately win it over him. Anthony Richardson, you said it best. He has to keep play like he did here in the first game and if he does he will ultimately win rookie of the year in my opinion. Yeah. But if, uh, it, if it had to go
0: to a quarterback, then yeah. sure.
1: But uh moving on to the defensive player of the year, uh who y'all got? You
0: mean rookie? Yeah, defensive uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, I'm sticking with my offseason prediction will anderson jr yeah I agree. you, you don't yeah. go number two uh overall pick for nothing also i put in my notes here he already had four solo tackles and a tackle for loss i think this it's first gonna game. be will anderson too i think it's
2: yeah. undisputed at this point i mean i just, who else who else do you think it could really be i mean maybe um oh my gosh why am i blanking gonzalez
1: Christian Gonzalez, yeah. yeah, he had a good, he did have a good game. I don't like think he's just got an exception. He's just got to excel. He, that's the only thing. Uh, I don't think he will. At the end of the day, I would love to see it, but I don't think he will. DBs
0: usually get more like approached by the uh, defense rookie of the year, so I think that he's got a better shot. To be honest, I mean, yeah, Sauce won it last year, but
2: yeah, Sauce no. is just a different. Well, yeah, Sauce is just Sauce. Yeah, I mean, he's crazy. So uh, I mean,
1: another one I, I put as my early one was Jalen Carter. He could. Just like Nick said before, he's in the Eagles' defense. Yeah, but he still could. I'm not going to count him out. But uh, moving on, we all agreed on that one. We our last two. Let's just do comeback player of the year first. Uh, It's it's going to be Demar Hamlin.
0: I mean, when he plays, when he
1: plays, he's going to play. He just needs to play literally one game. Not even he needs to play one snap. Yeah, and he'll win it. Mm -hmm. But uh, which is deserved? I it's perfectly deserved. But uh, coach of the year. This one uh, was our last one that it really could go a lot of different different uh, ways. I'm gonna go as of right now. This is something that probably can change and will change. I'm gonna go Mike McCarthy. I never
2: back. would put Mike McCarthy in this category, <laughs> even if it's way too early. I don't think I would ever put. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like never.
0: Oh, so, hey, well, speaker reasons.
1: I'm gonna go because that master class of a game. I'm not gonna. That yeah, was no, a master class it. of a I game. I get it. I get it. Uh, this defense is looking just like last year, if not better. With the addition of Stefan Gilmore, uh, they have Tony Pollard looked really good. He looks like a solid running back one for a replacement of Zeke, uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, it's Dak Prescott, but you have C.D. Lamb, you have Michael Gallup, you have. Uh, there's someone else they got actually. It was uh, Brandon uh, Cooks. Yep. Brandon Cooks. This is an offense you should paper. It. I mean, it's Cowboys on paper. You should be really good, mm-hmm. and based off week one, he looked like it was going They're gonna have a good season. Yep. If they have maybe th- They if they lose three games, he's winning it, in my opinion. All
0: right, that's an interesting take. I honestly didn't think you would go that way, but, yeah. I mean, sure, I could possibly see that happening. Maybe. Um, for me, based off week one, honestly, I said at the beginning of the season, Sean Payton, but you can throw that out the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be
2: Sean. But, honestly, my guess is probably Robert Sala from the Jets, especially if they continue to do well, at least defensively. Uh, but, I know that. Aaron Rodgers that's totally devastating
0: for that team but think about why he didn't win it last year it was that five game losing streak that he went on yeah and that's very likely to happen again That's true I mean it's um, such a hard division too so it's like it is um, for me I mean I had Sean Payton I was really kind of hoping it would happen it still could it's just week one it still yeah. could. but I'm going to switch mine I'm going to say Kevin Stefanski um i think he was already talked about when we had marshall on the show marshall had him as his coach of the year i think that it could very well happen especially after that first game 24 to 3 against a division rival we'll see how they- he does against the steelers we'll see how he continues to play in the afc north but i mean deshaun's looking like like the massage never happened you know what i mean it's looking <laughs> like he's back in the texans and i'm excited to see what happens there so i'll, I'll take stefanski Uh, He's got a good jawline, too, so it looks good for (laughs)
2: pitchers.
1: Yeah, well, that's going to wrap it up for our way-too-early predictions. We're going to head into our starts and sits. I think just me and Nick had their starts and sits, or did you?
2: No, I didn't didn't make this up. All right, right. so
1: we'll just go through me and Nick. So we'll start off with our starts. For me, I mean, he got to after that week one. I'm putting Brandon Ayuk. Uh, They're playing the Rams, not a a strong defense. He's looking like wide receiver one for Brock Purdy. He's looking like his favorite target over Debo, over – god my brain just farted it's
0: over get kittle
1: yeah kittle i don't know what just happened <laughs> over kittle he's he looked amazing so that's my first one my second one michael pittman he's they're all wide receivers by the way from my starts uh is michael pittman he's richardson's number one guy They looked like that connection was amazing in the first game he went eight for 11 and his targets and receptions with 97 yards and a touchdown and they're playing houston not a strong defense so that's where i'm putting my my second and then my last one is kendrick Bourne. he's a guy that the patriots when they signed him, is someone they want to be big for mac jones last year wasn't he had a good year but not the best but uh he's looking like patriots true wide receiver one after the first game he went six for eleven with two touchdowns against the eagles he's looking like mac jones favorite target receiving wise you could say hunter henry that's some that's a sleeper for me as well it's hunter henry you should start he's like i said looking like an old offensive coordinator tight end uh qb little favoritism with our new offense so that is my starts interesting yeah i'm gonna go for like me
0: i'm gonna have a wide receiver running back into defense i was planning on doing like every position but i'd rather just keep it simple and do three so my wide receiver i'm gonna have Zay flowers he had 17.7 points last week And um, he's got a big game coming up against the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this, as I keep mentioning over and over again, it's a rivalry game. So everybody's going to be pulling out the big guns. He should be able to handle his matchup and he's looking like the wide receiver one. So I'm going to give it to Zay Flowers. Um, He was a late round pickup for most of most of the people I say start him Mm -hmm. for running back. I'm going to have Jameer Gibbs. Um, I was hyping him up a little bit uh, ago, but last year, Seattle gave up the third most points to running backs. Um, and also Jameer Gibbs, he, uh, like I said, he's like slowly being eased into it. I think he's going to be eased into it a little bit more. He already had a pretty solid week last week. I think he had like nine or 10 points, which is pretty good for rookies first game. And, um, I think that he's going to be able to run a lot more. And for me, I'm going to have my defense. I'm going to (laughs) actually, despite giving up 40 points last week, I'm going to say if you need a waiver wire pickup or anything like that, <laughs> no start New York's defense. Cardinals only had 132 yards by Dobbs last week. Only 96 rushing yards against the commanders, keep in mind. And uh, I think that they'll be able to handle business. I mean, it's the Cardinals, so go ahead and pick it up. Um, if if you need anything, there's a New York defense.
1: Yeah, all solid picks. The New York defense is a little a little questionable, I won't lie, but I can see it happening. But uh, my sits for this week... I have uh, my first one is Christian Kirk. Uh, Based off week one, he's not looking like he's going to be like he was last year. He looked like wide receiver three behind Zay Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley, along with Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram got more targets as well. He only had three versus the Colts. Uh, And then Evan Ingram, like I said, is getting more targets, and they're playing the Chiefs. Not going to be an easy matchup. Uh, My number two, I have Najee Harris. He's playing hard run defense team and the Browns. No, <laughs> I I agree with it. It's a hard defense. He only had six rush attempts last week and only two targets against the 49ers. And uh I just I don't think he's going to have a great week this week. And then my last one is Drake London. Uh zero points at week one. Uh I do not trust Ritter. I trust Drake London but Ritter I don't at all. He's just, they need a new quarterback. He's maxed matched up against Jair, Jair Alexander mm-hmm. as well. Uh, week two, he's not gonna have a good week. I just had to put that out there. So.
0: Yeah, I can agree with you on those picks, Mike. Uh, for my wide receiver position, sit Terry McLaurin. He's matched up against Patrick Sertain. That's gonna be a hard matchup this week. Um, he's also fourth on the target with uh, sorry, he's fourth on the team with his target shares last week. Fourth for a wide receiver. One, yeah. I don't think it's looking that good for Terry McLaurin. Don't start him up against the Broncos next week. Um, for running back, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I had to start him last week. Didn't matter. Still won my game by 60 because I just have that good of a team. But um, <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco, I had to start him. Wasn't looking good with Damian Pierce. Actually, asked for this guy's fantasy advice, and I mean, it was roughly like around the same amount of points. And it, it didn't really matter to me. In looking
1: at it, it looked like you should have started Pacheco over Pierce. Yeah. You're
0: but the thing was, is we all watched the Chiefs-Lions game. Yeah. What the fuck was Clyde Edwards-Alaire <laughs> getting, doing, getting all those carries? And especially around the uh, red zone, man, that pissed me off. Um, go ahead and sit him. Jacksonville has the second highest ranked rush adjusting defense in the league. Yeah. So I'm definitely not riding with isaiah pacheco on this one and for my defense uh go ahead and sit the ravens defense if you have it um they're playing the Bengals. they're only projected around seven points which you know can be all right for some defenses but i don't think it's going to be that good i think that the Bengals are going to bounce back this game and jamar chase is going to have a lot of yards yeah um so go ahead and sit those man let's head into mike's locks
1: mike's locks i was actually looking back at it i was two for two this week and my last week, I had my favorite was 49ers over Steelers. That hit. Uh And then after that, <coughs> I had my underdog Panthers over Falcons. Did not hit. Uh, And then my over was Bucks, Vikings. Really surprising to me, but it did not hit. And then Cowboys, Giants, under 46. Did hit because the Giants are so trash. So that's two for two. <laughs> Let's go into this week's Mike's Locks. Well, it was two for four, right? Or two for four, I mean, Sorry. <laughs> two for four. That's better than what I ever did, I think. I think my Heiser gotten yeah. was one.
0: Bro, he, like we said, he's been putting in the work of this offseason. <laughs> I've been doing my research.
1: <laughs> uh, this week, I have my favorite. Again, it's going to be the 49ers at a minus 370 over the Rams. I mean, I, the, the 49ers look so dominant after that Steelers, the Steelers game. So I got to put 49ers. My underdog, there's actually, looking at the games, I really don't see an underdog winning much. Maybe Maybe the Patriots. I think the Patriots will win personally. So I got to put Patriots plus 140 versus the Dolphins. No other really upsets this week. I think all the favorites should win. So I got to go Patriots. At my over, I have Browns and Steelers over 38 and a half, which is at minus 110 odds right now. I think that's possible. Only 38 and a half points combined. I mean, they have the offenses to do it. So I, I think they could do it. I really do. And then my under is Chiefs and Jags under 51. Uh, Yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening. I I agree. I think they're both good defenses to hold the teams under 51 points. 51, I I saw this as like, I mean, they're both great offenses, but 51 is a lot. Yeah. So I got to go with that. So that is this week's Mike's Locks. If you want to get some money steal them <laughs> if you want to win some money well, listen up listen, listen up, up. No, okay. uh betting's not even
0: legal in florida for yeah no uh, i know
1: but we still got y'all like i do my research yeah price picks is though it. price picks, Prize is. picks
0: man oh man but I'm, uh whew. i'm ready for some more price picks
1: <laughs> we're gonna head into our fantasy draft real quick it's a afc south edition let me get out the the Can Wheel of Names. Oh. Wheel of Names. So, me and Luke, this is our first time with three people. Me and Luke did it once, and then me and Nick also did it. So, this week, the first pick is going to go to, oh, I accidentally spelled Nick's name wrong, but it's okay. The first pick
2: it's going to be Luke. Let's freaking go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Who do Can I want to be like like this style for me, though? Yeah. All right. Um, the
1: second pick. No, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Damn, that's on me. Damn.
2: Let's go yo oh, yo. Why go, is it yo, every yo. week, bro? Every Let's go, week. Go yo yo.
0: Actually- <laughs> it's all right. I get two in a row. So yeah, no, I, I feel like know. I'm always
1: getting it first. I'm you always are. getting the first you, pick. You got it. It's like everything. All right, go ahead.
2: Oh man. Uh, I mean, I got to take Derrick Henry, right? Uh,
1: that's good. Uh, huh.
2: <laughs> are you going to go QB first or are you going to go uh... Uh,
1: no. are, we, are we saying all these players are healthy or as of what they are right now
0: Yeah, as of what they are right now Okay, yeah. then
1: uh, ETN
0: ETN, ETN. Alright, give me uh, Lawrence and then give me Calvin Ridley That stack would go
1: crazy <laughs> oh, It would go crazy Damn, that's good, stack. Uh All right, then with my pick, I'm gonna go. All right, I'm gonna go Anthony Richardson.
2: <laughs> all right. Uh... <clears throat> all right. I guess I'll take Tannehill, just because uh, I don't want Shroud. <laughs> and then I'm I'm going again, right? Uh, yeah. I'll take Zay.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Then uh I'm gonna make a little stack right here and put Might get Michael really Pittman.
2: Badly. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was either Pittman or Jay from I Man was 22. really hoping you didn't pick that. All right.
0: Yeah. So I'm a running back. Not that great so far, but give me Damian Pierce. Mm-hmm. And then right off the bat, um, for a nice little flex position, give me DeAndre Hopkins. Damn, Damn. <laughs>
1: All right, then in that case, I'm going to go the best tight end on the board.
2: Give me Evan Ingram. Oh, no. I'll go Okonkwo for my tight end. All right. Just because I like to say that name. Yeah. No, but I think he's solid, though. And then, uh, man, flex position. Somebody already picked Hopkins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just take, uh, just give me Robert Woods damn <laughs> That's where I was gonna go? like what else do I get there man alright I'm gonna
1: go I'll go Nico Collins he had a good week so I think he could be good for my flex
0: and uh, for the last pick I'll just have to take Dalton Schultz
1: I mean solid not, not, it can't it, be uh, he oh, didn't wait. have a productive first yeah. week but it can pick up it, yeah. it can
2: pick up week one all right, let's go over each of our teams. Luke, you go first. Yeah, QB, I got Tannehill, unfortunately. Tight end, I got Oconquo. my wide receiver, I got Zay Jones, Flex, I got Robert Woods, and my running back is Derrick Henry. Oh, you must love the Titans. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, that's just how it landed today. That's stack.
0: All right. Uh for my team, you got T Law at the helm with a quarterback position, Calvin Ridley, wide receiver. Damian Pierce, running back, tight end, Dalton Schultz, flex position, DeAndre Hopkins. Man, this team is looking good. <laughs> that's
2: that's probably the yeah, best yeah, team that it could is. have been,
0: dude. Uh, or Mike, at least
1: said this. Yeah, it could be. Uh, my QB Anthony Richardson, running back, Travis Atien, uh, wide receiver, Michael Pittman, tight end, Evan Ingram, and my flex, Nico Collins. Yeah, dude, Nick obviously won this so hard.
0: Okay. <laughs> that was good, boys. I like that one.
1: But uh, that's going to wrap it up did. for this that This was segment. the worst division we could yeah, do. That, yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. But uh, we'll head into we're gonna stop football for a little bit. Head into a little bit of news in the NBA world. First off, FIBA World Cup USA didn't even make top three. They lost to uh, Canada in the third place round game. Canadia. and Dylan Brooks talked his shit and proved it in that game. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to give that man a lot of. Cause I hate that guy <laughs> so much. He's so Nobody adorable. likes him at all, dude. Uh, but Germany beat Serbia in the final. Uh, good for them. Just wait till next year, everyone, because LeBron James is calling together the Avengers for this Olympic Games and Paris. Let's go. They got LeBron. We got Curry, KD, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis, Dominant. and more. Dominant.
0: LeBron's like, bro, we can't keep losing this <laughs> fucking bones <laughs> Yeah, bro. seriously, dude. Like, <clears throat> Why are we losing these All games? these
1: guys said that they're they're think they're gonna commit, probably. So and Devin Booker he look- says he's fine taking us to. Uh, Little back roll just to help out the team. He doesn't care.
0: Bro, literally LeBron, like, he says one thing. Everyone fucking does it. Like, it doesn't matter. He's Nick Fury, dude. Like, y'all know about (laughs) the bubble. Like, they all said if LeBron said no to the bubble, they wouldn't do it. Like, dude. I mean, like Draymond
1: Green says, that's his king. (laughs) (laughs) And Draymond Green's probably going to play. I don't like that. He's not good. But, it's whatever. That's just everything that's going on in NBA. I just want to put that out there. And then we're going to head into our last segment here. Ah, damn, did you see him? What, like the next image, guess the team when you're looking at my bro. I
0: saw one team, but I didn't see the rest, and I don't know like the, the rankings for it or anything. All right, yeah, all
1: right, cool. How many teams are there? There's three teams, okay. all right. So, the first team this is guess the team. I'm using fantasy rankings, and they're gonna try to guess what team it is. Uh, there's oh, three teams. Wait, fantasy rankings, not fantasy, Madden oh, okay. rankings. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> I was like, bro, Madden rankings. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <are we> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> like gonna... bro, we have <laughs> three Bruh, teams. Uh on point per team. Whoever gets it wins. All right. The first team. The QB is seventy-six. The running back, seventy seven. Tight end, seventy nine. Wide receiver one, eighty six. Wide receiver two, eighty one.
0: This is like a mid team.
2: This is very mid team. I think I have a guess. But guess I want you to go to Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna go Denver Broncos. No. Cause I, kn- I thought I'm going to we were... go like, Oh, just guessing till we get it. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Wait, it. Can you tell me the wide receiver, the uh, wide receiver one? Yeah. 86 wide receiver two. 81. <laughs> Bro with
0: a 76 overall quarterback. You yeah. said, Yeah. God, um, is it the bucks? No. Okay. Is it the Steelers? No. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> can, you, can you give us a hint like all right it's, can you give us the conference
1: uh a nfc north
0: oh i didn't even ask for the division oh actually, is oh. it the green oh, bay packers sorry. no oh wait no you don't get another one <laughs> it's the vikings no oh wait oh no, then no, it's
2: just would have been way, the, it way
0: higher is it the bears it's the bears because i was like I, there's
2: no way it's the lions at that all point because right. yeah. of the wide receivers
1: all right, Luke. It's the first point.
0: I gotta like remember the numbers. I right think
2: there. I think conference is, is or like yeah, I think division is is a little bit too. Yeah, I, I good was of a hint. Yeah. Sorry, I was. You was should just thinking. do conference instead of like division. All right, that'll
1: be my first hint for now. Or just the conference. All right, team two. QB seventy, running back eighty-one, tight end eighty-seven, wide receiver one eighty, wide receiver two seventy-four. Oh my gosh! It's also
0: a bad team. <laughs> Honestly, I think I know which one it was because I think I saw
3: it.
1: Really? Let him get a guess first. Yeah, let
0: him get like, a guess. But I, I could be wrong because oh, no. I like, quickly just saw the, like one name on it. And I so think it could be a terrible quarterback. One. Who's
2: bad? Oh, no. 70 overall
1: quarterback, bro. 70 overall quarterback. He sucks. As a storter. As
2: yeah, a It's got to be the one I saw. <laughs> Is it the Commanders?
1: No, it is not. Dang
0: it. Nick. Was it the Falcons? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Falcons. that's the one I saw, yeah. Okay. Man, feels like cheating. I no, forgot sorry. to... No, we we could have never got past a one in I. I just had to keep playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 All
1: no, right, no, no. last <laughs> team. QB, 73. Oh, my God. <laughs> Running back, 83. Tight end, 85. Wide receiver, 1, 82. Wide receiver, 2, 80.
2: Is this... The Raiders? No. Uh, give me the quarter, with quarterback 73, mm-hmm, running right. backs
1: 83. 83. Tied in 85. Wide receiver one eighty two, 82. Wide receiver 2, 80.
0: You said 76 overall quarterback? 73. 73. Is it the Jets with Zach Olson?
2: No. I'm going to guess the New England Patriots? No. <laughs> Is it the Steelers?
1: Yeah, it's the Steelers. No, that was going <laughs> to be my next guess. <laughs> Dang the it. No. But uh, that's the three teams I have. I, I kept seeing this on three TikTok. Three mid-ass teams. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay. I kept seeing this on TikTok. It's not our idea. so It's uh, a good game, though. Yeah, It's fun. I saw it was fun, so I decided to do it. But we're going to head into the game. This is a long-ass episode, I know. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Against the Call. Uh, we'll have another episode next week around the same time. Uh, make sure you check out all of Out of Pocket Sports affiliations riled up. The uppercut will be coming to you with me and Luke on Friday. That's gonna be a long episode this week. Uh, (laughs) It's gonna be super long. We 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 missed a couple weeks because we were missed two weeks due to illness. Yep. And then obviously Jace fit down. Great podcast over there. Always killing it. Make sure you use our code SeekGeek. Oh wait, use our code on SeekGeek ATC for ten dollars off your for ten dollars right. 20. $20. Oh, guys. We're just, you're welcome. See. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, $20 off your first purchase. There's a bunch of college games coming up. There is concerts coming. Just use our code. And if you're a little tired, you know what you should use? Do you guys know?
0: I think I um, might. What is it like
2: Prime? or like No, it's not Prime. Prime Energy. Is it Gatorade? <laughs> it's not Gatorade. It's something oh. better. Is it... Is it Dubby's? It is Dubby. <laughs> is it Dubby? It is Dubby.
1: Use our code against the call on all for 10% off your next purchase for some Dubby. It's honestly so good. It's so good. So we have some, like there's some yeah. right there. Yeah, That's our first ever can we ever got from them, but yeah. we have to keep getting because it's super good. Yeah. But uh, also, you know what you should wear to those events? Like a, maybe a sports jersey? like maybe, Kind of. It's a sports shirt. Oh, really? Really. So
0: it's like mm. nike like athletic like
1: no something shirt. better it's i heard from many people it's the most comfortable most good looking shirt i, I think ever... i know what he's
2: talking about i think I, I think i think so is too. it the against the culture it is the i think, the i was about to say culture. i was like man those things are nice it, like, they're I really think everybody nice. should be wearing those they are yeah, super
1: yeah. nice make sure you hit up one of us three we'll get you guys in contact to get a shirt and uh, anything else you had to say?
0: No, I think that's it. It was definitely a long-ass episode, <laughs> but, yeah, I have to pee. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Thanks for holding it. Thanks for listening,
1: <laughs> and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Hey, guys. We are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor, W. W is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. W contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, and no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code against the call for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg.